Hello, Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, the podcast that I would not be on if it wasn't for someone's stupid girlfriend making a stupid road trip to see her stupid parents in stupid Nebraska making us wait to play Back for Blood. Yeah, that was a joke. I'm not going to name names, but it rhymes with Prue. This is level 168. Joining me tonight is Big L. Um, hi. Koosh-boos. Hello. Rockerdude5012. Um, hello. Yeah. They combined the two. Good job. Way to go. So, how was all your guys' weeks? Mine was pretty good. I got crabs this week. Oh, guys, oh, tell us more. <laughs> I saw crabs. That. <laughs> I saw crabs at the aquarium. Maybe they were your crabs. Were they blue uh, crabs? They were red. What is so happening I... here? We just started. We're so? off on the wrong pincer. What's going on? What are you talking about? That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what, what you ate them. You saw them. Yeah, I had crabs. The doctor imitation crabs. It's a Maryland delicacy. Stop it, Corey. They don't steam, have doctors there. Steam <laughs> crabs loaded with Old Bay. Mm. Is that like oh. not a common thing up there? I feel like you would eat crabs weekly. They expensive they, boy. I was just yeah, gonna say expensive. that. Yeah, they're yeah. You can't just like. <laughs> Fish out like, your back porch and have crabs. <laughs> They're like four ninety nine. Have you ever been crabbing? Have you ever gone crabbing? I don't I have eat not seafood. Gone crabbing. Oh. He's well, crabbing. Don't have to eat it. Well, he's in the middle of the country, so I don't expect him to eat seafood. Maryland it has the best like seafood. We can get crabs for the same price you can get crabs. Guess how much a uh, half bushel was for? I don't even know what a full bushel is. Forty five dollars. <laughs> Nope, it was sixty nine. Oh wow! It's a waste That's a of nice money. number. For you know how many tacos you can get with that? Sixty nine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you not know what? Really, Corey and L, if you ever come to Maryland, I will treat you to some crabs. <laughs> um, well, thanks. I don't eat seafood, but it sounds better than whatever. <laughs> Meat concoction you were talking about the other day. Maybe you have some hush puppies. Hush puppies, now, hush puppies on oh, you have had a hush puppy. Okay. I hate hush puppies. I think they're disgusting. Like the, the good kinds mean? have corn in them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Is this back? Are we having a meat canoe again or a crab canoe? I have no idea what meat concoction I was talking about the other day that he's yeah, talking it, about. You said it was like sausage, but it came in like a, a oh, loaf. Scrabble. Yeah. Oh, Scrapple. Oh, my God. It's so oh, Scrapple's good. nothing like sausage. Sausage yeah, is good let me, for you. Let me just get a bowl of Scrapple and put it in my pie hole. Sounds you would do yourself super a appetizing. It, scrapple is so good, and I cannot believe that's a regional thing. What's that board you, game where um, things you, you spell love. out words? That's Scrapple. Yeah. Oh, Scrapple. Oh. All right. Is it okay. that really tasty waffle... No, that's Struple. That's what? <laughs> Never mind. All right. I'm so confused. Well, speaking of crabs, we have a we have a question from Skeptical Mario, <laughs> which is Nickel- work. 
<laughs> hey, Mr. Krabs, and there's Sorry. a SpongeBob. Give me a minute. You'll see where it goes. Well, maybe not you. You're old. Nickelodeon branded consoles. Have they gone too far? What brand would you love to have a custom console designed for okay. that no one else would want? So why did he ask this? You need to lead into the question. I was getting there. That's exactly how segues work. <laughs> I was getting there. I, would, I, I just said the, the crabs. There's a SpongeBob. I was getting there. So Microsoft has come out with two new consoles that you can win by retweeting their tweet. And personally, I think they are amazing. I would love to have both of them. One is Leonardo, which is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, this is because of the release for the uh, Nickelodeon's All-Stars Brawl thing. Uh, Like I said, one's Leonardo, and it is bright green and yellow and blue. And the other one is SpongeBob in all of his SpongeBob glory. And this Xbox is literally screaming, I have got to be the marble. What? Which is... That is a reference that none of you understand, and I knew none of you were going to understand when I when I thought of it. I know there's plenty of people in the Discord. Nof, you got my back. I know you do. I think you've lost your marbles. No. You, got, you guys yeah. don't watch SpongeBob, so I don't expect you to understand that reference. That was a good reference, and that's funny for the ones that understand it. Yes, because well, that's how it works. We are not six funny. nor potheads, so no, we don't. Everybody younger than like 45 or however old you guys are <laughs> will understand that. 45, that's a young man's game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, these two consoles, Nick, just if you haven't seen them yet, do yourself a favor, bing them. It's worth their couple of points. They're glorious. I would love to own one of them. And that's where Mario's question comes into play. What do you got to so, do to win one, Corey? The win one. Didn't I say that? I think you just retweet it. Is that all you have to do? I don't remember. I, yeah. yeah. So didn't I just say you that you got to retweet these things? You have to follow. I want to hear from Corey Twitter because account. he goes on all the sites, and I don't know. It's pretty creepy. He just searches Nickelodeon shows all day long. No. So listen to this. What's wrong with so that? It's a Twitter contest. You have to have Twitter. You have to follow Xbox. You have to retweet them and put a certain hashtag. And I was telling the guys that this is probably like Microsoft, Xbox, whatever. They do this, you know, semi-regularly with these retweet sweepstakes. This has to be the most like drawn sweepstakes that people have been to. Would not Uh, surprise me. And you guys were saying not really. Some of you. So I was looking, uh, I'm trying to scroll through, uh, and they did one in the beginning of September for the Marvel Shang something, you know, that movie, Shang-Chi? They did a similar Freeman. thing. I don't know. They did Tom a similar Robbins, thing. Tim Robbins in the prison. Where you had to retweet. I didn't it see got, that one. It got 72,000 retweets. That's okay? all? There was one for Far Cry, even though Far Cry just came out, but I can't find it. Um, It had a little bit more to it than just a paint job, but I'm sure it was nowhere near this one. Do you know how many retweets this SpongeBob slash Ninja Turtle one has? It's about to get one more because I forgot to put the hashtag in. (laughs) Yeah, you got to read the final. 300,000. I think it's 144,000. Wow. So you're saying Which is there's doubles. a chance. 
I'm saying there's no chance you shouldn't do it, but oh, um, that'll help. Yeah, you. definitely. It, nobody retweet this. It has nothing to do with you know. It's actually one I entered, but uh, it just I don't know. It's bringing out like conversations of like people want it for whatever reason, probably because SpongeBob being on a rectangular surface such as a series x just works like whether i watch spongebob or not which i don't that's pretty sweet to have so i don't know it it, it's a cool question to to think about like what would you want kind of deal and so uh skeptic tomorrow asked it and that's what we're doing uh and i'm going to take hawkeye barry's answer uh patron in the discord uh he left this as a comment and he said two ideas a Series X that looks like a Series X mini fridge. I'm sorry, but what? Uh, hoping you were trolling. Because, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who that knows one requires him. no further discussion. He also said he would like to see one based on his favorite show, which is Lost. And uh, he would want some kind of artwork that has all of the characters uh, hidden in there, except for Kate, whoever Kate may be in Lost. Kate's uh, way cute. She's cute, so I think that's the She's idea. She's cute? Mm-hmm. I think that's why he doesn't want her hidden. Okay. I don't so, understand that one. You lost me on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a bad well, joke. There'll be, there'll be other opportunities. Now, what um, if it's just like polar bears and it's just like the white one? Is mm-hmm. that lost? I mean, is that hidden? It's lost on me because I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. I think Corey, what Corey is trying to do is get me mad at him for watching The Office 72 times and never watching Lost. I watched through episode two of lost <laughs> oh my god you sounded so, so proud you know, of yourself you know who Kate is then evangeline that's Lily. two hours worth evangeline of tv Lily. i watched i don't remember lost, kate no lost has the best pilot of any tv show ever pretty obviously good. not a story <laughs> for, it's a two-part pilot a two-part pilot okay and there's a pilot who um <laughs> is not very good <laughs> but anyway i know nothing about that show I mean, it's a flawed show, but it's good. Like first season was great, and then yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's another podcast for another. But day. Are there any achievements for watching Lost? There should be. I remember playing the game on the 360. Anyways, uh, so what are what? some consoles that I would pick? Well, <laughs> uh, having no inspiration whatsoever. Like I'm trying to think of stuff that doesn't look like a Series X, but at the same time does, and it's hard. I don't want just a sticker on it, but you know I, I can't really get around that. Um, so I would love to hear anybody else's thoughts on what they would want to see. But uh, obviously, like your I, favorite TV show is kind of cool. They've made some cool Power Ranger comics with you know cool graphics, but I don't know if any would look good on this this console here. Um, it one that I came across in my Google searches, I think is awesome, is a Minecraft dirt block. It's a little bit bigger and it's not a square, but if you just put the dirt that's pretty good grass on the top, I think that would be super sweet. That that's a pretty good one. I also think that you could do like a slight like curved edge on uh right in the middle of the console down uh one side and then the opposite right down the other and i bet you can make it look like books and you could just tuck that thing right in a bookshelf and you would never know (laughs) so yeah that's that's what i thought of what about you guys 
You don't read. I don't. So it really wouldn't fit so, in my collection, but you know, somewhere it would work. The one that I thought of that I would like, and I feel like this would just be fun. I would like a GameCube themed Xbox Series X. Um, You'd have to have okay. two GameCubes. Okay. You can make it look like they're stacked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing it would be missing is the handle, but you could have sell like a handle accessory that somehow attaches to it and could like hold a controller or something. I think that ooh, would be fun. Ooh, you could hold your your headset. Mm-hmm. It's big or enough that. you can put your headset on there. Oh, I just thought of it's... another one. Oh, okay. What you got? Well, if you've listened with any regularity, you know that I am a fan of translucent consoles. I would love like just a translucent oh. console. That's still yours? No. Oh, I was talking to Nate. I thought he sighed. No, no, oh. no, no. Okay. No. no, I just, you know, just in general, just the general that size. would be amazing. <laughs> I would uh, love that. They had that like semi-transparent uh, Forza controller. Which I just canceled yep. in lieu of the 20th edition, like full transparent controller. That uh, thing is gorgeous. If if they made that into a Series X, like I'd be hard pressed not to try for it. Uh, but yeah, trans translucent, transparent stuff. In my electronics, I love to see it. The Time Life phone. Uh, so uh, Chewy says, uh, naturally, I want a custom Chewbacca one. Ideally with actual fur. That's from a real Wookiee? That's oh, it's horrible. Uh, and ammo belt controller <laughs> holder. Um, now, I think that's a fire hazard, so I would think that's a bad idea. Uh, and this, just imagine the smell uh, if it's actual fur when that thing warms up. I think that's chewy. This is, these are bad ideas. Um, and speaking of bad ideas, I would think... I was having a hard time come up with something that no one else would like. I was like, okay... You know, people don't like cottage cheese, but I do. That that's a horrible con- controller theme or console theme. <laughs> wow. So then I was thinking, okay, well, let's just be stupid here and let's forget about that part that no one else would like it. And I was thinking, let's still be stupid uh, and let's go with like Ratchet and Clank. Uh, I would like a Ratchet and Clank oh my gosh. Xbox because it's you know I love that all that s- series, uh, and they already have I think an Ori one, and I don't have it. Um, so why not do that? But then I was like. You know, doing rockers thing, going around, checking out the internet, seeing what's out there. And I saw one that's a pretty good idea, and that's the fifth element. So they've taken the console and they make it look like one of the element uh, rectangles, one of those boxes. If you've seen the fifth element, Corey, have you seen no. the fifth element? No. Oh, son of a gun. <laughs> I know you love it, though. Yes. Oh, oh. I'm not going to comment on that. So, uh, so yeah, the movie's <laughs> great, and and there's these elemental uh, idols, and they are rectangles, and and this person has mocked one up to look just like uh, one of the elements, and I think it's pretty awesome. So maybe I'd do that. What about you, Al? Um, I was waiting for someone to say they need to watch the four, the first four elements first, but. I guess I'm the only one stupid enough to say. Oh, right. That is a vulgar (laughs) joke. Um, I'm looking around for a skeptical Mario's answer. Oh, what a surprise. (laughs) No answer from the person asking the question again. Oh, well. Let's go with MDP, who, unsurprising if you know him, says he would want a Rocket League Series X. That is pretty cool sounding, actually. That would be a good one. 
Rocket League is one of those. Like? Rocket League is one of those franchises that's very popular, but it's not represented well with merch. So like, the kids are gonna wear Fortnite clothes and Minecraft clothes, but you never see anyone with a Rocket League T-shirt or action figures or hot. They don't even make like Rocket League Hot Wheels, right? Like you would think there would be some something out there. I bet you they do. Yeah, I don't I'm know. looking it up for such a popular game. You would think there'd I've be never something. Seen one. But anyway, I think it would look like it would look like the title screen. I guess it, it would look cool. Nope, and then they maybe, do. yeah, send they me some do. pictures. Oh, and then what they could do, like every every three or six months, they uh, they change the music, like the turn on sounds, just like rapidly changes its music all the time like every season you could change the skins on it yeah there you go all right that's a good answer uh, i didn't know they changed the music yeah they changed the 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 menu music from time to time oh, oh what now i have the music muted they do it with each uh season and how dare yeah. you i hate that music it's so annoying they generally pick good music but I am curious how it would, a Rocket League Series X would would look. Like every time you boot it up, it's like oons, 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 oons. I kind of want to go with your Fifth Element thing, and I'm thinking like because you sent a picture of it, and uh, it, it does have these like it has light coming out of the top, right? So I'm thinking if you install lasers that come out of the little holes at the top, there's your Fifth Element one, but. Think about a Rocket League car going downward with lasers coming out. That's your like trail on your rock in your Rocket League car, and it's like going down, hmm. going for an aerial. There you go. I, it could work. It could work. Don't give me those it looks, guys. <laughs> I was thinking lightsaber as well. You know, with the laser shooting up, but I thought that was too nerdy. A little bit. Yeah, too that. That's too nerdy <laughs> for this podcast. I've gone too far. I'm sorry, guys. I've gone too far. Yeah, this picture of the Rocket League Hot Wheels set is pretty cool, actually. Looks just like a Rocket League Hot Wheels set. Oh, that's yeah, funny. check the picture. Yeah, it's pretty cool. you just, guys. There's a whole stadium. It. Get it. Ask for it. Oh, for oh that's cool. Minecraft. What, what, a, what a surprising one. Another one that Corey mentioned before the show, and I think you said there's only one of, there was a Claptrap edition, which is just perfect as well. Yeah, I was looking around, and apparently they partnered with Pope Art, which if you don't follow him, he does a lot of fan stuff. And uh, I think it was the UK Xbox account, Twitter account or something like that. They gave it away, but uh, it's just a standard series with the Claptrap paint job. But if you could like make it look like Claptrap on your desk, that would be even even baller. More baller. More lit. A, a Claptrap... Uh, Hot Wheels set? No, we're back on Series <laughs> X's. Oh. See, the thing with Claptrap is that he's funny. You can't, like, he doesn't look like anything sp- special or cool. He's literally a box. Can't go upstairs. Well, anyway, I guess my answer would have to be a conglomeration of all the things that I like since I can't think of any one thing. So I guess a... WWE um, Ninja Mets. Turtles Spider-Man Mets Sandwich logo. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. I couldn't think of anything cool. That's something. I'm going to go with the Thundercats logo. There you go. That's badass. And then every time you hit a button, you hear thunder, 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 Thundercats. Oh, there you go. I figured it out. I like those. Some of those gears and Halo consoles made the noises from the game. So I think they can make it happen. They ever reboot that? That would make an awesome game. Like reboot, Thundercats. Yeah, reboot Thundercats. Yeah. No, oh. it, you would think they would have. Re- oh, had I thought a, you meant reboot the TV show. Well, that's you would have like because they've been doing He-Man, they did reboot and it. She-Ra, and all that stuff. Yeah, they, they did reboot, it. reboot. It's not very good. It was on Cartoon Network, I think. I never saw it. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. But don't yeah, it would have made a good uh, six player beat 'em up. Yeah, well, six good player beat 'em up or uh, you know or just something. a crossover action game. That could have been cool. We know okay, it's the kit and cat. Kit, cat, kit. Okay, you have to give me like the so, just a high level pitch. What is Thundercats, and why would I? Why are they good? What makes them different? Um, all right, you well, imagine He Man, but they're had, all cats. Okay, so you give me a high level ev- elevator pitch of He Man. <laughs> you would have had to be alive in the eighties. <laughs> I think it was a simpler time. Apparently, it's okay. I'm with Corey on this one. It, Thundercats is one thing I never got into, but same. Yeah. Apparently, they're, they are trying to reboot it. Maybe okay. even a live-action um, one. I see. With Chris Pratt as Lino, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Okay, just to further derail this, do you guys ever watch um, Just Bad Games on YouTube from Rierez? I think that's how you say it. No. No. We play Okay, enough. so Reboot is something that I completely forgot existed, and they just did a video on the reboot video game from the, on the PlayStation one. And as the title implies, just bad games, they just go, over, they just find some absolutely terrible, horrific game. And they just play through it and tell you how bad it is. And it's a hilarious web show. And that was their newest episode. I completely, like I said, I completely forgot that that was even a show. And watching them try to play that game. Oh my God. It's 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 just bad. I don't think a lot of 3D or third act. This is like third person action platforming. I don't think a lot of those probably held up pretty good. Now, most 3D games on the PlayStation One does not hold up, but this one is like an extra special terrible. It was a licensed right. game to start with, so it didn't have much going for it. <laughs> no, not at all. Just watch it. I think you guys would all really appreciate that show on YouTube. Watch a couple episodes. If you want to start one, start with like the Superman one, not the Superman sixty. It's not Superman sixty four. Superman from the Xbox. It's good. But anyways, back to the actual topic. Superman sixty four is legendarily bad. Yes. I'm waiting waiting for uh, one of our panelists to say something. Huh. Thanks for asking. There it is. <laughs> oh. Nate, what about you? <laughs> oh, I... Let me just read Chewies again, and then... <laughs> <laughs> I just like what Nate He probably says. wasn't listening, so he probably didn't hear you say that. I heard him say that. He was but, Googling consoles. But I was, what I was hoping Nate would say is that he mm-hmm. wants a guacamole console. See, yeah, I was thinking that. I was thinking, you know, all the things that I love. Um, 
doesn't like, come with free chips. Want those. People would but like I, those. But the thing that's cool about Guacamole is that it's a cool color scheme, and he'd be cool to look at. No, I agree. Just make you laugh. Yeah. But you need a lot of Easter eggs on it, too. Yes. All yes. Right. Oh, my gosh. That'd be awesome. Oh, like scratch and sniff somewhere and like like El Mario <laughs> on there somewhere. somewhere. Right, I'm gonna, I'm All gonna right. reach out to Pope Art and get Kenny, him to do finish, finish us off. Alright, and the last answer we got is from Vulgar Latin. his idea of of the console that he would want is he would like a corn husker one with the old school Herbie Husker. Alright. Let's Google this. Which <laughs> I have no idea what that logo is, and I know that's sports ball. I know the Cornhuskers. Vulgar uh, is from Nebraska. Yes. So I that's mean, probably I knew it was uh, Nebraska, not just because of he. I know he's from Nebraska. That's probably just a local. Are a you local ready for who? Oh, it's not that. Is that a local toy? There you go. That is Herbie Husker. He. Is uh, oh, overall cool. wearing football, holding That's corn familiar. in your pocket, rooting, tooting guy. Wow. Yeah, that, that honestly is about what I expected. His face kind of looks like Donald Trump, don't you think? <laughs> uh, um, but the hair's on. too good. The hair's too good to be him, though. <laughs> and he's wearing a red <laughs> hat. Damn it. <laughs> Damn you, Corey. Yeah, I hey. think you just ruined this for for... That make this podcast Herbie Husker. <laughs> make this podcast great again. Move on. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get in some games that are pretty great. Uh, Nate, go ahead and kick it us. Kick us off. Well, I'm trying to buy a poop art controller now. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, Corey, kick us off. <laughs> well, what uh, started this whole conversation was a contest sweepstakes over the new Nickelodeon all-star brawl game which i happened to play this past week so yeah brand new game and uh it's essentially like you can't put it any other way when you describe it to somebody you say it is super smash brothers with nickelodeon characters mostly characters from the 90s uh at least that's how i would put it we kind of mentioned this in coming real soon uh, a couple weeks ago, but yeah, they're, uh, it's, it's Super Smash Brothers with Nickelodeon characters. I can't really say any much more. And the, the real question is, is it good? Now, unfortunately, I'm probably the worst person to say because I've played very little Smash in my life. Uh, lucky. But You need to Smash more. It's great. Well, uh, yeah, Xbox. Um, I think it's a pretty good game. It does it compete with Smash? No, that's like that's top tier. You're nothing will compete with Smash. Uh, but I think it is probably one of the better Smash clones that we have on Xbox. Granted, I never got super into the likes of like Brawlhalla. Uh, I know there was another indie one that came out. I don't think it got a lot of love. I think Brawlhalla is the biggest one, and that one probably is you know fine tuned a little bit more. So if you want to get competitive. Uh, you know, you go that route, but if you just want to have like a good time with some friends, I think this one holds up, you know, well enough on a platform that we can get achievements on. 
And so uh, I'll give it that stamp of approval. It, it is a little pricey, like 50 bucks. I was uh, for- surprised by that. Yeah, 40 bucks, like it's just like introductory sale, I guess, of 40 bucks. Uh, even then, like, uh, is it worth it? Eh, it depends on how much you're going to play it. If you're just going to get it for achievements, I say no. Um, but if you are going to like play it a lot with your friends and family and kids, then yeah, it might be worth it. Uh, there's a good amount of characters, uh, based off the achievements, there's probably going to be more characters added. Uh, they certainly like left some room in the, a, uh, the UI to add some more, but yeah, it, it operates just like smash and correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, Kenny, but uh, in smash and in, at least in Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, you have a jump button. And uh, obviously, floating, as I've heard it, the term being used, is very important when picking your character because the whole point is to stay on the map. And if you get mm-hmm. blown off of it pretty far, you need to find a way back. So you need to have uh, a character who can, who can manage that or at least who you can uh, maneuver well enough to do that. So that's a big part of it. Uh, mm-hmm. There's like a ranged attack, I, I guess. Uh, there's a close attack, and then all of these, but like each of these equate to one button. They all have like three to four variations of that move as well, depending on which way you're holding the directional pad or the the, the stick. So if you do down in your range attack, well, it's going to do something different than just pressing it or pressing up in your range attack. Uh, so it, it's pretty complex for being a simple interface, and I would imagine it's, smash brothers is probably similar it's literally smash bros okay um and so each character is very different uh, you you probably can't pick one and have them be uh and, and can you couldn't main multiple people uh, or at least the whole roster it, w- it would be pretty hard i think um to get good at but again if you're talking about achievements it's pretty easy you're going to go through arcade mode with all the characters um, and one of the achievements, it says to clear arcade mode with all, and in parentheses, it says standard brawlers. This gives me the illusion that they're going to add people later. So uh, that is something that to look sense. forward to. Um, you do have to get through at least one time with on the, on the hardest difficulty. I actually did that yesterday. I picked a character. I had no idea who it is named Toph. Uh, Kenny knows it was an airbender. It It was an airbender character. Airbender. If you have not watched Last Airbender, just watch this show. It's on Netflix. It is so good. (laughs) Nate, back me up on this. He's right. It's good. Okay. Okay. Uh, You're gonna be playing a lot of. uh, You're gonna be playing a lot of uh, quick play matches as well. You got to do some some quick play. You have to do up to fifty local battles, but you can always use a second controller for that. Uh, there's two online modes where you have to uh, just complete 50 quick playoffs online, but you also have to do one where you have to defeat a higher a person with a higher rating than you five times in online mode. So you do have a rating uh, if you go that uh, that mode. But I did notice that you can pick uh, regions, so it's probably pretty easy to boost, uh, even double box if you have that ability. So the completion is not going to be tough. Uh, I will probably even go for it. There is some modes where it's more of a game. It's some kind of mini game with uh, kind of like Quidditch in, in a way. Like you're fighting people, but you have to get a ball through a hoop on another side, for an example. That looked interesting. Yeah. Annoying, so, but interesting. 
So, yeah, you know, gives the gameplay a little variety to it. Um, and then uh, I think the last thing I forgot to mention is the levels. Uh, obviously, you have a variety of characters uh, from some shows that would not make it in 2021. So I'm really surprised to see them in a game and pretty <laughs> right. much everybody has a similar uh, themed level for their show. Um, and they are all very different. They're not all just, here's the map you play on it. Some there's one that's really tough. It took me several tries on my hard playthrough yesterday, just because of how it's set up. You have floating little islands uh going across the screen so they're constantly moving so you can't stand still uh for one because it's moving from left to right and you're going to get knocked off the screen but as soon as you land on one of them they start to fall so you're constantly jumping um there's another one that has a very narrow uh platform that you can play on so you got to kind of take a verticality into consideration that was, the cat on that, dog one. One. that was the cat dog one yeah um but yeah, it's it's not a bad game. If you really want a Smash Brothers clone, uh, I think the nostalgia plays a little bit more into it. But the actual like, if you just want to play the game. It's not a bad one. Uh, although there are definitely you know cheaper options, free to play options uh, when it comes to it. So yeah, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. It's pretty good, but it's pricey, and just for achievements, probably not worth it. You you probably feel a little like, yeah, why did I spend that much? So I have a question. Shoot. When you were playing as Toph, were you able to see what you were doing? What do you mean? Oh. <laughs> okay. That's a reference I don't get. Yes, that, that was mostly for Nate and a lot yeah. of all the people that are just listening. I'll tell to you this. Toph has a spammable move that worked very good in hard mode. Very hard mode. Sorry. She like uh, made this rock thing appeared and it just fell forward. She had another move that I was accidentally doing sometimes that just made like a rock wave kind of deal go towards the opponent, but it was pretty OP. Sounds like she was like bending some earth or something like that. I forgot who who Toth was until you made that bad joke. Uh, and, <laughs> and I was like, oh, Toth, yes. Somehow the air bent the avatars got three characters in the game. Most other shows had two max. It doesn't have three characters. Yeah, sure it did. It had that person. It had the bald one who has the arrow on his head. <laughs> and, it, yeah. and it had uh, it had somebody else that had a similar outfit. No. The third one is Katara, and that's from the Legend of Katara. That's God. Korra. Might as well the be Legend the same of Korra. show. And that's a different show. Okay, well, they look very what? similar. <laughs> it's a... It's, it's, Essentially the same show. I was She's the next the reincarnation of Aang. I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, gosh. I did not ex- expect you to be this big of a nerd, Nate. <laughs> See, he backs me up on this. He likes, he likes some it of this stuff. It is a good show. It's a good series. You're turning into Kenny. Surprised. You're talking Airbender. You're drinking Mountain Dew this late at night. What is That's wrong true. with you? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> now I want some chicken nuggets with some honey. <laughs> and two packs of ramen. God. Come to the white side. <laughs> oh, man. So I assume this is four players local? Yeah. Like Smash? You can get up to four players local. You can also... Uh, I think you can make a lobby for online. Um, 
So you could, could invite friends. And then obviously quick play is I was wondering random. If it was um, when I played it, it was right before it actually released. And so online was kind of dead. But I did find somebody. That may have been the day it came out. Uh, but I only found one person and I smacked his booty. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you get no achievement for that either. Galodium. I will say, I wonder if this is going to come to Game Pass. One, this is the this is another perfect Game Pass game. But then two, since is Xbox it? is doing that um, that sweepstakes, I'm wondering if that maybe they might be trying to work a deal out there. This would, I, this would be such a good game for Game Pass. I think you're stretching it a little bit. Um, I'm looking it's just at the a thought. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the publisher, and they they're not known for Game Pass games. Um, they did GI Joe. They did uh, Goosebumps. Uh, obviously, the Nickelodeon Kart Racers and uh, American Ninja Warrior, Cobra Kai, things like that. So they're good at licensed stuff. But if you pay attention to sales, you will notice that those do come up regularly. So I would imagine that this will start to go in that rotation. You know, relatively soon, definitely before the end of the year, this will have been on sale at least once. Well, either way, this should still be a Game Pass game. Uh, all right, Nate, are you done looking up controllers? I am. You ready uh, to talk about your game? Well, the website was down, so it was a very quick look. <laughs> um, yes, the game I want to talk about uh, is Totally Accurate Battle Simulator. And I was accidentally looking at that developer and saying, geez, both of their games already are in uh, Game Pass. Well, yeah, that's because it's totally accurate battle simulator. So that's my fault for being stupid. Uh, this game has 64 achievements. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. And yes. Nice. And you can, you can play it on uh, Series X. So you can play it on Xbox or you can play it on Windows. It is Play Anywhere. Um, and that's good. Because uh, a lot of the achievements can be cheesed or made easier by downloading content uh, from the community. Sounds um, like cheating. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely is. Totally. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> accurate assessment. Totally accurate simulation of cheating. Mm-hmm, um, so mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. is the game? It is essentially, uh, if you take something like the History Channel and you and you watch how they you know pit... Uh, gladiator versus barbarian and gladiator versus other gladiators. Oh, I love that show. And those sorts of things. And like uh, Lord of the Rings where they take those simulations and they have those really big battles and everything. It's like that, but really bad um, in that <laughs> uh, in that the models are really low res and they're not very smart and everything looks the same. So there's no uniqueness to them. Uh, but basically what you're doing is you have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of different types of units um some are melee some are magic users some throw weapons some are huge uh like mammoths and you're basically able to uh spend points uh in these different uh scenarios and just load up the map one side with one type of you know one uh gathering of units so you could have like uh, you know archers and a mage and uh like a healer uh, and you can have them go up against a bunch of cavemen. And you basically just hit play. And then the simulation runs. And you just watch your forces, hopefully, decimate the other side. Just completely wipe them out. <clears throat> uh, you can uh, possess one unit at a time. And when you do that, you can move them around. They're kind of like, you know, not good at walking. <laughs> so it's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of like a human fall flat. Not walking um, sim. 
you know, bad walker. Uh, but you can do uh, individual actions at that point. You can choose like who to attack. You can aim. You kind of have like a first person view at that point. And that's not really great for the simulation, but it does help with some of the achievements. Um, the game in itself, I, I played the first campaign naturally. Uh, and I had a good time. Um, I failed a couple of the missions, and so I had to go back and play them again, just kind of try, just figure things out. And that was kind of fun. Um, the problem is, I think there are 10 campaigns, and some of them have uh, like 20, 30 missions each. And while they're very Whoa. short, yeah, while they're very short, you basically just kind of, you know, you're setting up your army and you hit play and then you watch. And then over the course of like a minute, at the most, the whole battle takes place. So it's, it's not that long. It's just tedious. You're just constantly um, setting up, you know, basically uh, a series of units to take on whatever the current series of units are that they put up against you. Uh, sometimes they're just ridiculous. Like it's your 10 guys against one person who clearly has no chance. And for whatever reason, you can do that. Um, it was kind of fun for a time. Uh, after that first campaign was over, I was like, I have done everything I want to do in this game in terms of playing it. But then I discovered that they've hidden oh. some things and that mm. always gets my interest. So I started zooming oh, around the map. There was a waterfall mm. and I went behind the waterfall <laughs> and yes, there was something hidden there. So that was awesome. So they kind of, they kind of hooked me there and I was like, okay, I really do like this part of going around and finding, Hey, I just unlocked a new level because I was just messing around with the level and I saw something and now I have this new level I can play on and you know, Oh, I found a couple of new units that I can use now just cause I've been goofing around. So that part's pretty cool. Um, but let's talk about the achievements for the most part. They are stuff that you'll get just through playing, like killing 20 units with a clubber, um, uh, finishing each campaign, finishing a campaign without losing, now, that is really easy to do if you download overpowered units and you uh, change some settings that allow you to use any unit on any map that you want. Uh, and then you can basically Cater. just put in these super overpowered, like, guys with assault rifles just mowing down, like, uh, cavemen uh, from across <laughs> the screen. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, but that's how you're going to get through all the campaigns as quickly as possible. Is you just spam as many of those guys as you can, and they just wipe out the other side in, like, 10 seconds. It's kind of boring, but uh, this is a game that you can play while you're doing something else. So you just run those simulations, you get through all the campaigns. That set of achievements is done. Then there are achievements for uh, going and finding all of the hidden units uh, across the maps, uh, which is, you know, it's kind of fun to do. Um, Bills has a really good video that shows you all of them, and you can watch it in real time and get it done uh, basically in the same amount of time that the video takes. It's not too hard to follow. You can pause every now and then. Uh, and just go through that. Um, yeah, and then they just have some fun kind of situational things like uh, kill Zeus with Thor or kill Thor with Zeus. Either way you want to do it, whoever you like more. Um, this just looks like dumb fun. It is kind of dumb fun, but I think it wears out its welcome a little bit. Uh, there were some really uh, confusing or how the heck am I going to do that achievements that uh, I just couldn't figure out and there were no good solutions for them as soon as this came out. Now this has only been out for like a week or so week and a half. Um, but everything now has a solution pretty much the things that you would want to have solutions that are, you know, difficult or I don't understand those all have solutions. Now 
Uh, a lot of a lot of that will be through downloads or just you know here here are the steps that you follow to go do this. So if you want it, uh, go get it because it is four thousand two hundred twenty-seven TA uh, for a thousand gamer Ooh. score, and it takes. Let's see, I played it for eight hours and forty minutes. I don't know if all of that was playtime. I was going to ask think, you about that. I don't think it was. TA says it takes six to eight hours. Um, I really feel like that's high, too. Um, I think if you were just going through for the achievements, you'd get it done a lot faster. But if you're trying to enjoy it, yeah, you're looking at about, let's just say, eight hours. All right. That's definitely on my G-Task list whenever yes. that thing happens. <laughs> yes, because uh, I think people will start this and realize, oh, crap, what have I done? Uh, I have to spend six more hours in this if I want to get all of it done. How easy is it to dive? It's very easy to dive. Um, you can uh, finish a level without doing any damage. You know, um, the first one is kill 20 units with a clubber. Now, I think there's fewer than 20 clubbers on the first level, but I think that the first couple levels will definitely have 20 uh, clubbers uh, combined. So you'll get it by completing the first let's say four or five levels i would think all right so easy to dive and game pass yeah this would probably be a decent g task one i think so yeah and then uh right. probably obligatory and uh not not too bad price, but you? um no i was going to mention the you mentioned you know the mods uh, obviously these are sanctioned mods and are good to go no no fear of it's all banned. part of the game. The, the game has a the ability to go in and search and download the mods and, and do all all throughout the game. So I can't imagine that this would have any kind of issue with that. Excellent. It's and part and of you the can experience. do it. You can do the mod thing on console, too, right? Yes, you can do it on yep. console. I think it's actually easier on console because logging into the site is tied to your Xbox handle. Whereas if you do it on the PC where I did everything, uh, it's you have to use an email address and then jump through some email hoops. Uh, to get wow. access to actually download. So it might actually be easier to get it done on Xbox, but then you can't type as well uh, when you're typing in some of these things. And the achievement hunters have gotten in on it. If you start searching for Achievo or Achieve, uh, when you're looking at you know maps, battles, campaigns, and units, uh, you'll see a lot of stuff in there. So although I think because this was on the PC a while ago, a lot longer than it was in Xbox, uh, they seem to use the term cheese. So PC people use cheese instead of Chivo. So I like that. I like that. And as actually it's been in game pass for a while. Uh, I guess. Yes. Version 1.0 finally came out. So achievements. Yeah. Yeah. It was game preview for a couple of months. Game preview. Yeah. Yeah. Totally accurate battle simulator. All right. And oh, what you got for um, us? Right. I was just going to ask, would you recommend it? Oh, my bad. Would like, I recommend it? Like, As outside a game? of. Outside, yes. That thing, yes. Outside of uh, easy, quick TAD. I was interested in it just from a. That is. Looks funny. Like, that looks funny. That looks like mm-hmm. something I just want to play around with. Um, I, I remember when it was on uh, preview or whatever, you, early access. I thought, hey, I would like to check that out and just, you know, goof around with it. So um, in practice, though, it's not as much fun as I had hoped. Um, it actually <laughs> on the PC, it causes my um, fans to spin like crazy. So it just it it overheats my PC quickly 
which is crazy because oh, wow. there's not a whole lot going on. I think it's just inefficient or I don't know. Guess what. I don't want to play that. I don't know what, but uh, you can turn down you can turn down settings and things and that might help. I didn't do that. I was just like, whatever. I can deal with a little noise. Uh, I'm not playing it forever, and it was it played fine on the Xbox. There's no chunk or anything. Uh, I just noticed that my PC would just kick it up three notches, uh, and I could really hear the fans going. So, would I recommend it? I'd recommend that people look at it. Uh, I certainly thought it was fun before I had any thoughts of achievements, but okay. uh, it didn't. It didn't really pan out to be like a super fun game that I would spend hours playing just for fun. All right. Speaking of games that I would definitely spend hours playing, uh, last week, before our live podcast, I streamed a game called Flasco Man, uh, in which the only thing I knew about it is that you can get the 1,000 gamer score in approximately five minutes. So I thought it'd be a fun idea to go in blind and see how long it would take last week. And I forgot to mention it on the actual show, so I'm mentioning it here. Uh, this was brought to us by Flying Islands Team, who you might recognize from the wonderful games such as Mushroom Quest and Mushroom Savior and Aboriginus and Pixel Gladiator. Oh, I like one of those. <laughs> yes. Uh, I like. I didn't mind Mushroom Quest either. I like that in Pixel Gladiator. So the uh, main thing they all have in common is they're pretty easy completions. And they all have over 1,000 gamer score outside of Flasco Man. So far, right now. We'll see. Give it but, time. But I, I don't know what they could do from there. Because uh, going, in, going in blind, I managed to get the completion in... Six minutes and 18 seconds. And that was with me dying on purpose to see if that was an achievement and taking a stupid death early on. So, yeah, if you get this game, you'd be hard-pressed to not complete it. Now, I was actually having fun with it for that six minutes. It was a puzzle platformer. It's always fun when you go back Six minutes and you did not know anything going in, no... I no did not solutions. know the list. No. Yeah. So the only thing you just need to make progression, and then you are good to go. Weren't you actually playing? And you said, well, "Let me check my achievements," and you had the completion. Yes. The one time I decided to check, I had the completion. It's always fun when you see a game like this to see who didn't complete the game. <laughs> so there's seventeen hundred and seventy-three people with the game, and. <laughs> 50 people <laughs> 50 people did not complete it so that gives it a a 1060a so <laughs> i guess that happens. wow <laughs> it's always interesting to see well i have one person on my friend list that's do you think people just, some people he, probably he just likes dive to do the, this i think he, he likes just, to just, just dive likes, these easy games just Does so they're honest weird, do they have weird achievement values cuz i know he did that recently just going for weird score values. No. No. No, they're the opposite of weird. Ten achievements worth a hundred each. <laughs> yeah, your favorite. <laughs> yeah, so I would wait for a sale, but I didn't hate it, but it's, you're probably not going to keep going once you get the completion, honestly, with this one. 
Would you keep going? Would no. you go back to it? So, <laughs> so it wasn't that good. Uh, you know, if they do the standard thing of adding more gamer score and making you progress through more levels, then yes. I'm surprised Zetalon hasn't created a game yet where the achievement list is just press one of each button, and each button <laughs> press is an achievement. <laughs> I mean, they've definitely slowed down with that stuff as of late, but they're also coming out with Windows 10 ports of things, like everyone's favorite Dark Grim Margarigulibulus. Gesundheit. People did. People did not like that one, but they get the, they're going to do it all over again anyway for gamer score. Um, wanted to give a quick shout out to my group of Mental Knight and Dude with the Face and Michelle. We got done Queen's Quest three, <clears throat> so I guess the magic number is three weeks. We got this done on the th- on the third sitting. This game actually showed up on my. Uh, Better Completions Matter list for the, the mini UHH thing that Iron Fist of Snuff came up with, so huh. that was pretty cool. I thought you were going to say RTDL. No, I would never say that. Didn't show up what on my DL? RTDL this month, but I played it anyway. I uh, just wanted to quickly shout out Iron Fist of Snuff for this. It was a fun little thing he did this month. He matched up people in the community and gave them five games each to go for uh achievements in, in like games so Queen's Quest 3 wound up on mine and so that's done and finally I wanted to talk about another game we've talked about on the show but I just got done with it and that's Purple Chicken Spaceman oh my goodness so good I want to say when we first talked about this game I didn't know who Parry Grip was so the enormity of the the awesome theme song did not hit me as much. But now I am a master at knowing all of his songs. Like Raining Tacos and The Ilk. So basically in this game, unfortunately, it is such where you basically just have to play the same stage over and over and over and collect power-ups. You collect the shields and you collect the bombs. And you just have to hoard them and you just die and you get as many shields and bombs as you can get, and then you can go through the stages and just spam the shield and kill everyone and then use the bombs on the bosses. And unfortunately, there's not much skill involved. There's one achievement where you have to get through a level without using power-ups, which is the quote-unquote hardest achievement. Uh, I did want to give a PSA about that achievement. I did it three times and it did not pop. And then I read a a solution saying, if you hit retry, it will not pop. Every time you die, you have to quit to the main menu and and, uh, try again. And that's the only way it will pop. And I concur. And that is how it worked for me. Uh, And that's called You Can't Touch This. Oh, no, wait. So. Great game. So much fun. Anyway, it was fun. each, uh, Each level has its own original music on it. Barbell chicken, barbell chicken, barbell chicken, space man. Space man. And there's a, a sound test also in the in the menu if you just want to listen to the great music ah. independently. Uh, so w- one thing I wanted to say is this game is worth a lot of TA. It is worth 1,600 TA. So I'm thinking people either surprise. I'm thinking people either don't want to do the grind, or yes. they played it and said this game's hard and then turned it off. 
which is what I did initially. I said, how do you, how is anyone supposed to do this until learning that your bombs and your shields carry over, which almost yeah, kind of makes first it level is the hardest That almost kind of makes it roguelite. It's weird. Uh, the other thing that I wanted for, to that, mention, you go ahead, Kenny. Uh, I was just going to say that first level is the hardest. And if you can overcome that, you can pretty much complete the game. Um, I streamed this God forever ago when it came out and I streamed it for like two ish hours. And the first hour was literally just that first level. It took me so long to beat that, but you probably, boy, when I beat that, it felt like an accomplishment, but you probably haven't played this since you streamed it. (laughs) You you probably went back once or twice to try to get achievements and couldn't get, but did you realize um, that you could save the shields and the bombs? You probably didn't realize that. That's my um, guess. So I yeah. think I eventually realized that. Okay. Because once you do but it, I think I tried to beat it without doing that. Uh, I can't quite remember. Okay. But I think I eventually did try to even. Or uh, I think I eventually did wind up using like a bunch of shields and bombs or something. I don't know. It's been too long. I haven't watched it in a very long time. Well, that's the achievement I was talking about earlier called It's All Me, Beat a Level Without Using a Power-Up, where you cannot There's hit no try again. I have that. <laughs> well, I eventually... Yeah, it, it's, it's honestly it's not, not that bad. It's not the easiest completion. If you persevered, you, I'm sure everybody could get the completion, but it's not an easy one. And I've tried two or three times to, to get it, and now I'm like, I, I'm out. I, I don't care. Well... <laughs> Remember the old adage. I don't feel like doing that grind. Remember the old adage. If L can do it, you can do it. Wait, did you complete it? Yeah, he I did. Completed, I completed it. Oh, I missed I miss you saying that. Dang. Well, I, he's the only one well, of the four of us, which we've all played it. He's the only one to complete it. I mean, it. if you look at my... GGL. I mean, I have at least 20 friends that have completed it. So, yeah, it's very completable. Um, now, there is one I was achievement. Say some stuff, but, okay. There's one achievement for playing stupid late into the night. Did you yes, get that yes. naturally? I did. <laughs> Look at when I got it. I got it right at two in the morning. Which is really I was gonna say he stayed up it's, late. It's, it's not really not stupid. that it's really not that stupid late for me being up at two in the morning. Yeah. It's called That's crazy late. It's called Go to That's... Bed Sean with four exclamation points and a one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to know. Who that's directed towards. That's the only way you get playtime, is stay up and sacrifice sleep. Well, yeah, look at my playtime. Yes. 23 hours <laughs> and 27 minutes. Uh, uh, the last thing I was going to say is to beat the game, you need to go in with like 60 shields and 60 bombs because you're going to get that's why I'm you're going to get a boss rush at the end. And then that once you boss beat the rush game, is so difficult. And then once you beat the game, you got to do it all over again. Finish the game for a second time. So you got to go through all the levels again and then the boss rush again. So I think that part was completely unnecessary. Nothing changes. You just have to do it again. How long did it take you to accumulate your 60? (sighs) It takes longer than it should because you only get like one or two power-ups each time before you either die or you have to quit out. And then you keep your stuff. I mean, this has three to four hours. I, I it's definitely longer than that. What? It's definitely longer than that. 
There's no way Even someone you know beat that doing. in three to four hours. If you turn the game off, do you lose your uh, accrued power-ups? No. And as a matter of fact, when you're doing the boss rush and you die, you can dashboard and you can go back in with whatever you had. So that's another I was thing. Just I, was... Of, I was just thinking of... Oh, like, that's good to know. You don't no, have no, you save everything. No, no, you save everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yep. Okay. So uh, I, if you, you have a nephew... A little you can, If you have a nephew, you can probably hoard some power-ups. <laughs> if you need some tips, let me know. Last thing to say about oh. this. This goes on sale periodically. I want to say down as low to like three bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. If you do see it that low, I wholeheartedly recommend picking it up. It is absolutely worth three dollars or however low it goes. Actually I think it's like a ten dollar game if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I would have guessed five, but it is ten. And honestly, ten I don't think is unreasonable, but I also don't necessarily think I would play that, pay that because Game Pass. Yeah, but five of it is for the song, the intro song at least. Absolutely. Harry Just YouTube that. Paid. It's so good. All right, well, that's uh, Purple Chicken Spaceman. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. (laughs) And if you uh, need any tips, let me know. I'm I'm quite the expert now. More of an expert than us. Indeed. All right, well, let's get on to some sales. Uh, Oh, you're first up. Uh, There wasn't much that caught my eye this week. I, I... Actually, was going to recommend a Zitalon game, which was my favorite one, 50 Years, which is $349 down from $5. And it has an uh, extra bonus of being worth 3,000, excuse me, 4,000 gamer score, which will probably go to 5,000 at some point. Totally. That all their games are going to go to five. Yeah, like I said, you haven't seen it recently, so I don't know what's going on there. Uh, there's also some East Asia softs, such as Void Gore and Hero Hero. Those are on sale fairly frequently. Hero Hero is good. A lot of easy games on sale this week. Check them out, or go to go to Corey and and ask him what he's going to come up with. Corey, what have you come up with? So I picked some really bad games. Uh, Yay. The first one is not completable, or at least nobody's completed it. Some of the achievements are buggy, uh, but it is on sale for three fifty nine, and it's called Puss. Oh, with the exclamation mark on you it. Just want, you just wanted to say that. Well, I did want to say it, but it also <laughs> it also Don't look at um, me when you're saying it. Stop. It warrants you to look up a YouTube video of gameplay of this uh, epilepsy I, warning. Uh, uh, oh my god, I remember this. Okay. Yeah, careful with your work Google searches of the game Puss. Um, but it's a puzzle game apparently. apparently. And there's cats. And there's a lot of changing lights. And it's normally 12 bucks, so it's it's on sale for $3.59. Um, it's just super weird. Only 152 starters, and I, I like to see weird games like that. Not that it makes this a good game, because it's probably not, but it's out there. The other this thing is I a wanted Sarah to mention, game. <laughs> the other game I wanted to mention wow. is a game I've been looking at 
for uh, a long time. And by looking at it, I mean I've been watching the price. And that is Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2 Enhanced Edition. So it's a two-pack game. Uh, the gamer score on it is 3,000. Uh, the TA on it is mm. over 10,000. And apparently it takes 150 to 200 hours to complete. It's mm. normally 50 bucks on sale for 20 uh, which happens to be the lowest price uh, digitally that it's ever been sold at. And I've seen it at this price physically, but it was like, I think it could go down to 10 and uh, it, it, I don't think it ever has, but maybe you found a good clearance still. 20 is probably still a good price for it. It's even cheaper if you go to uh, other countries, but regardless, this is a game I thought I played growing up that I, and I really liked but I can't imagine, like, I went and looked at gameplay. I can't imagine playing this kind of game today. And so right. it, it's like I had this on my price tracker on TA. Uh, it's now going to come off of it because I don't need it. Not that I'm going to buy it because I'm like, am I really going to play this? Probably not. I was this wondering is, why you're interested in a 150-hour game. Well, that that has less to do with it. Like, I just looked at the game and I'm like, there's a lot of reading and it just looks like really bad Diablo or something. I don't know. It's probably, probably one of Kush's. It's probably one of Kush's like all time favorites or something, but it's on. All I know about it is that it's an old person's game. It came out when I was in college. So thank you for that. <laughs> um, I remember what year was that? Uh, well, it would have been after 93. Uh, so <laughs> you were in college one. in 93. I was in college in 93. That is correct. Damn, um, I was two. I was also in high school in 93, so it was a fun year. Um, <laughs> I now, was two. You're so old. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I remember when it came out because uh, my friends, some of whom were into D&D, <coughs> were really into this. Now, I was not into this game, but I did see their excitement and also the fact that they were playing it forever. So I think, yeah, the 150 hours sounds about right. Yeah, and I, I played it on like like xbox original xbox or playstation 2 and so it may not even been one of these Baldur's gates that i played um but regardless it's a it's an enhanced version of a really old and beloved game and it's as cheap as it's ever been digitally so there you go all right and how about you nate oh i found a couple things surprising no one um area 86 this is $5 down from 10. It's listed as a puzzle platformer. Uh, and I want to say after watching some video of it, some gameplay of it is very different than what I thought it would be based on the screenshots on the screenshots. I was thinking it was kind of like a, the impossible machine where you're setting up chain reactions to solve the thing. It's not that at all. You are a oh robot. Oh my you're kind of God. That the, game was great. You're, you're a robot. You're moving through the environment and you're, completing a checklist of things that you have to do to get through to the next room. Um, and I was getting moving out vibes. So not a perfect moving out mm -hmm. clone. So it's not exactly what you want if you want more moving out, but I was getting the sense that this was moving out meets portal. Um, I then checked to see, you know, who, <laughs> which of my friends have played this. And of course it's mm -hmm. uh, carnage and mental night. Uh, and so I then went and asked Mental Knight. I said, hey, why'd you stop playing this? Because you only have two achievements. Uh, he played it to get the 115-point achievement. Um, there's oh, a 115-point achievement. He played, he got to that point, and he was out. Um, 
now I, you know, I didn't ask him anything <laughs> further, like, cause I don't think, I think you can get that in the first level. So what a team game, player. Yeah. The game looks good to me. It looks interesting. Well, I shouldn't say it looks good. It looks interesting. It looks like it might be worth uh, rolling the dice on that. That's area 86. <coughs> Check it out. Uh, a game that I was very interested in, but no one seems to have played it. Retro Machina. Retro Machina. And it has 46 starters. Uh, this is an action-adventure wow. game. It's $10 down from 20 and it looks good. So I don't understand what the deal is. Um, now, it's a first-time developer, Orbit Studios, um, with publisher Super.com, who have published three games, uh, Alchemist Adventure, Retro Machina, and Raiji, an ancient epic, which I also thought looked very good, uh, but have not put much time into other than the demo. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be picking this up. Uh I wanted to get a review copy, but that didn't happen uh, back when it first came out. So I will be checking this out. Um, I really like the art style. Uh, I really like the motif um, that you're in. It's kind of like a, if you imagine like the Jetsons time, but, uh, you know, a post-apocalyptic Jetsons. Uh, there's huge robot battles that you're fighting. Uh, it's hand-drawn. Um, it looks really cool. So maybe check it out. Then the last thing I want to mention is just a PSA for Party Hard. Both of those games are on uh, sale right now. Party Hard, the original is $324 down from $13. Party Hard 2 is $5 down from $20. They're both stealth. Uh, don't be scared off by Party Hard 2 being listed as having one discontinued. That's actually been patched, and TA has not yet updated the status of the game. Oh. Um, but if you look at the solution for the achievements that they think is discontinued, uh, it is in fact been fixed. Uh, Vudix commented on it, and other people have gotten it. So uh, it is gettable. I think if you had started it previously, you might have to do a brand new save, go back and complete all the challenges. I think it was get all the challenges or complete all challenges. So uh, if you had already previously started it, you're going to have to do it again. If you haven't, then the game is perfect, and you will not have noticed any issues. It's a fun game. You're basically just going around murdering people in all kinds of interesting ways. Uh, trying to do things without being discovered, uh, you know, throwing bodies in over ledges, in incinerators, things like that uh, from a top-down perspective and kind of like a pixel art. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of it's dark. It's very dark. But this is a, you know, a month for dark games. So maybe check it out. Party hard. All right. Check it out. All right. Well, if you don't want to buy anything, uh, there are some games of gold. Available all month long is Arrow. Available starting the 16th is Hover. And then on the 360 side, uh, starting the 16th is Resident Evil Code Veronica X. Get some free games. And then Game Pass news, because we got a bunch of them this week. Added, uh, well, that's, wait. It's all crap from last week. Not all of it. Not all of it. Okay, here we go. There are some new, new stuff. So coming out day that this show airs, Ring of Pain for the cloud console and PC. Along with that is the Rift Breaker for cloud PC and Xbox Series X and S, so no Xbox One. And coming out Friday is The Good Life on cloud console and PC. And just as a reminder, some games that have been, wait, these games are already gone, aren't they? They're not gone yet, but uh, by the time the people hear this, they probably will be, or they'll have a day. So okay. maybe not well, worth if you're mentioning. Listening, 
Okay, we've all mentioned it then. Yeah. Next week, we'll have new games that are going away that we'll have to play in a very yes. quick time span. So have fun with that, Nate. But with that, let's get to coming real soon. Uh, first game. Well, I have the first game, which is Nerf Legends. It's about. It, it's pretty much exactly what you think of. It's it's Nerf like the Nerf guns. Uh, it looks like an arena first person shooter. It looks like fun. You get to use the actual like Nerf blasters. Um, I personally am a fan of Nerf. We've had a Nerf uh, Nerf Wars at like church or whatnot a couple of different times. Uh, I have a couple of guns. Brooke has a couple of guns. With my nephews do. I've got darts all over my house. So when I saw this, I'm like, yeah, okay, let's go. That's that's probably going to be a fun game, and that's coming out next Tuesday, October nineteenth. I'm trying to see because I'm watching the video. Like you're obviously shooting people. What happens when their health runs out? And they kind of cut away, but like, do they just they disintegrate? Just, they walk off the it, field. Like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> Don't hit me. It looks like they possibly t- disintegrate, and also maybe it's just me. It doesn't also look like it's super clear that it's Nerf bullets. It almost kind of looks like lasers. Yeah, come, it doesn't look like Nerf at all. Like, if you watch it, the videos, they're just shooting like crazy. There's, there's you know, muzzle flashes, but then I, yeah. I didn't see any darts. So, this yeah, I don't be... see darts, but it's definitely using Nerf blasters. This would so... probably be better if it was darts. Oh, I'd be a hundred times better if it was darts. No, if you hear the whistle, and, and then they just kind of like bounced off of people <laughs> <laughs> and still do damage. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, it'd be so funny. I don't know how many Nerf guns it, you guys have. There are some Nerf guns that do sting when you get shot by them. Some of them, some of them guns are pretty uh, strong. Yeah, so you get the real the good. Is I don't be beside <laughs> me. Nerf bayonet. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be amazing. All right, Corey, you got the next game. I do, and that comes out on Wednesday, October twentieth, and it's called Sheepo. And uh, surprise, surprise, it's a Metroidvania, but it is a little bit of a different one. It has, uh, it's a platformer, but it has a shape-shifting thing that you are. I guess it's called a Sheepo. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, And you got to traverse different planets uh, and collect samples of these creatures. And uh, to get a creature, you got to unhatch their egg. It seems like normally that comes behind a boss battle. Uh, So there you go, bosses. Uh, They say that there is not standard combat, uh, but it is mostly on platforming and exploration. So that will be interesting with bosses to see how you actually defeat them. Um, When it comes to the platforming, uh, these creatures that you're finding and saving, they actually give you these abilities, it seems like. So there's where your uh, different abilities come in, where you can explore different areas. They do say that it is nonlinear gameplay. Uh, They start you out somewhat linearly, linearly but then it, the map opens up and uh, you can uh, make the route yourself so uh, there's that and then there's collectibles that turn into the currency that you can use at the in-game shop so uh, it seems to have everything that i want in the metroidvania uh, it's 2d for one thing and it looks pretty unique so i am interested in uh, trying it out it has lots of positive reviews on steam it's been out just over a year. So it should be a good one. Um, I haven't not really dissected the achievement list, but uh, 
there's not just 10 achievements, so that's good. I like to have a little bit of variety and uh, a little bit beefier of a number. So, yeah, Sheepo comes out on Wednesday, October 20th. Also Nate, coming you out. You have something too, right? <laughs> I have something. Uh, coming out Wednesday, October 20th. Uh, also, uh, besides Sheepo, is Tony and Clyde. Now, not every game we point out is because we think it's good. Uh, sometimes we put <laughs> out things that we think are interesting. like, uh, and, and that's the case with this game. I think this game could be good. I'm not positive. Um, it's a twin-stick shooter uh, in kind of a gangsterish Reservoir Dog slash Pulp Fiction style to it. Um, and it looks like a combination of Katana Zero and Kanan Lynch 2 Dog Days. Now, what I'd like you to do is look at the art for Tony and Clyde. Ha. And then I look was at just the art. Googling that. Look at the art for Kanan Lynch 2 Dog Days. Side by side, I think there's something there. I think they are doing this on purpose because it's two people in the title. Oh, they have um, to be. It's got a two. Uh, if you look at the guns, it looks like a two. Uh, there's something here. I, I, I don't know if the developers worked on this. I think there's something to this, and I'm interested. I'm interested in the game, but I'm also interested in this potential connection. Um, so maybe check that out, and if someone knows more, I'd love to hear about it. Now, a game that I would like to check out, uh, and surprise, surprise, Thursday, October 21st, it's a game that uses shadow mechanics, and it's a puzzle game, uh, and it's got cuteness to it. <laughs> I guess I'm interested. Um, it's Tandem. Tale of Shadows, and it re redefines the puzzle platformer genre with a unique gameplay and exceptional aesthetics. Help Emma and the teddy bear Fenton solve the mystery of the disappearance of the famous magician Thomas Kane. As Emma, you're basically lighting up. Uh, when you're playing as Emma, you're, she's in a top-down view. So the view doesn't really change. The camera is above the level. She's moving top-down. Uh, you can pause her and switch to Fenton, and when you're in Fenton, you're playing a left-to-right the camera doesn't shift. You're just now playing on that exact same view as Fenton. Uh, it's a very cool uh, huh. idea. Uh, you know, a, a lot like... Um, this looks cool. Yeah. You know, what was that Shadow With Me, Beside Me game? Uh, it's it's kind of similar to that. Um, and so, yeah, no surprise that I'm interested in this. Um, it features five beautiful Victorian-inspired worlds, inspired by Tim Burton, Jules Verne's Conan Doyle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and players have to carefully alternate between Emma and Fenton uh, if they hope to escape. Uh, ooh, I don't know that word, and I didn't prepare. Uh, Dimensions Alive. Solve over 40 <laughs> puzzles and obstacles. You're going to be facing mechanical toy-like enemies. They look really cool. Uh, and bosses throughout each dimension. And the players are invited to discover creative and elaborate cutscenes. Clever fans will find hidden rooms that reveal clues about the disappearance of Thomas Kane. This looks really cool. Um check it out it's, it's definitely a style that i like and uh you will not be surprised if you check this out that i'm interested in it that's tandem a tale of shadows yeah there's been a couple of games that you've mentioned that has the same um idea or feel in the gameplay and i know there's a couple of people <clears throat> in the discord that have really latched onto these games as well so this is something Many people will probably like in the Discord. All right, next, uh, L, you got the last game. I do. All right, the game that I'm going to be talking about is called Zombo Buster Rising. 
which looks to be a Plants vs. Zombies type clone. Ooh. But you are uh, are standing on top of a terrace and you're using a gun and shooting them. So it's a little uh, less family friendly, <laughs> I guess. But it looks very kitty, though, and cutesy. Well, it looks less tower defensey. I'm not sure. Well, the genre mm. is tower defense for now. It's anyway. definitely tower defense. Yeah, it looks like a rails-type shooter thingy. I'm not sure how you shoot or if you're if you're auto-shooting or you're aiming, because it's hard to tell from the video footage I'm looking at. Uh, this comes out Friday, October 22nd. But I will definitely keep an eye on this one, because the family all like Plants vs. Zombies. Looks like this is an older oh, that's game. that's a great game. Uh, the Steam version I'm yeah. looking at came out in 2016, so it's a little bit older. But it looks it's got interesting. positive reviews, very positive reviews, as a matter of fact. Yeah. This doesn't it, look awful. Yeah, I was interested in it when I saw it. Hmm. $2 on Steam, so that's a guaranteed fiver for uh, Xbox at least. Maybe 10 All right, yeah. Always, it can't be more than 10. Always interested to see what these mobile ports are like on the Xbox and see what kind of achievement lists they come up with. And the price. And Zombo Buster Rising. Well, I can tell you the achievements. Uh, they look... You gotta defeat a lot of things. You gotta acquire all the gems. Fully upgrade all characters. From what you've seen, they usually mirror the Steam achievement lists? A lot of times, yeah. Interesting. It, it's it's a easier. very good comparison. If you uh, if you don't have an achievement list, you can look at Steam achievements, and uh, typically they'll be the same. All right, uh, Nate, give us a rundown of the gamer tag challenge. Sure, real quick. Uh, October uh, Legohead nineteen seventy seven is the patron gamer tag. His wild card game is anything in the uh, Bioshock series, previous completion, or any achievement earned in the series. Um, and the bonus is, ooh, scary, scary. Achievements that have a horror-related word, example, horror, blood, scream, unobtainable. Um, these are all worth one bonus draw per unique. Variants are not allowed, so blood would count for bloodied, bloodies, uh, bloods, I don't know, whatever else. Um, yeah, and these are words, not phrases, so uh, keep that in mind. If you have any questions, check out the channel, ask there. Uh, that's part of the fun, is torturing me. <laughs> that is definitely part of the fun. All right. Well, in that case, last section for us, Brag Can't. Take it away, Corey. All right. Let's wrap this up. For completions, we have X Neo 21X. He has completed 400 games. Mike Pitch crossed the 700 completions uh, line there. And our buddy Mental Knight, who dives every easy game, has also completed over 900 games. Not bad. Congrats to you three. In ratio, P. Tartan has reached a new milestone with a ratio of 1.5. It's a Livex mm. with a ratio of 1.8. And three people have hit the 2.0 ratio mark. They are Dan's Pacifics and Seamus McLimey and Hack and Bone. In streaks, Northern Lass is currently on a 400-day streak. E.L. Sock on a 450-day streak. Unky Tim Fu, 1,800 days. Prue, currently on 2,050 days. Planting 42 with the big 3,000 and Mad Eye Pad Eye with 3,150. In gamer score, shut. <laughs> <coughs> I need some water. The old bait got uh, him. 
Yeah, the All Bay. Soundware Core has reached 150,000 gamer score. Sincere Seeker 6, 250,000. ZZ Urban Spaceman, 650,000. Nice. And <laughs> Mental Knight 5 has hit 1.3 million gamer score. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, you remember when P-Tart, uh, before she had kids, used to write pretty on everything on TA? I yes. totally miss those days. Not kids, a, man, they change you. Not at all. I know, right? Time to troll people. She also used to talk in the Discord a lot. Oh. Did you say something about a, uh, annoying Koosh in the, uh, in the gamer tag room? I'm going to annoy him right now. Here we go. All right. In leaderboards, Alex R. Davies is now in the top 20 of the Achievements Completion Percentage Leaderboard for role-playing plus turn-based. All right. Ahizo has hit one, two, three, four, five, six, seven milestones for card and board. Oh, Lord. I think I know what happened. The new Achievements for Quite Solitaire terrible. came out, and they were very uh, inflated. <laughs> That's good. lucrative. Very lucrative. That makes sense. Uh, did we talk about those last week? I'm trying to remember. They came out with 850 new gamer score for Solitaire after all these years. I think we did talk about it. And they're, I think they're still only available on the PC. Actually, I think they're available on phones now too. So those scores should be going down. Bastion readers in the top 10 of the USA TA leaderboard for shoot 'em ups. That's a lot. That's really good. Aruturek is now in the top 100 of the max possible completion percentage leaderboard for turn based. Fista, Fista, Fista Roboto is in the top 20 of the Australia TA ratio leaderboard. Fluttery Chicken is in the top 1,000 in Europe and 500 in England TA leaderboard for management. That, oh, wow. That's your old favorite thing to do. Fuath is in the top 20,000 of TA leaderboard for simulation racing. High Road version 2 is in the top 1,000 of the TA leaderboard for casino. That's pretty cool. Ice, Fire, TN. Now in the top 200 of the TA leaderboard for Vayners. J. Blach is now in the top 50 of the Canada TA leaderboard for card and board. Hope you had a good Canadian Thanksgiving, Jables. And you too, MDP. Koshmos is now in the top 2,000 of the TA Difference leaderboard. Hey, uh, Kush, nice. does that uh, make any difference? No. Oh, okay. Cool. I just play for fun. Okay. <laughs> Not for achievements. In Brag Camp, um, we coincidentally got a message from someone kind of new to the Discord. Definitely not stalling. Ah, I had it and then it went away. Oh, here it is. Uh, Echo. He talked about Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. He completed it, and he nice. and he said, "For anyone on the fence, this game is actually great. MP achievements aren't hard. Don't require boosting unless you're really bad. <laughs> 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 SP stuff." is very easy. All right, so that seems like a positive recommendation. Uh, we have Elroy OMJ 
right? Uh, he is now number one beat him up champ in Tennessee. Well, you know, Elroy, you can click nice. the follow my milestone button and friend the H101 account, and then it'll show up. So you don't have to just talk about him, Brett Campbell. I can actually read it. I am right, looking Elroy. at his friend feed, and I don't see yeah. it. But I do see it in his, I see it in his leaderboards. Well, you got to teach him how to click, how to click around a TA and click these things. The big news is he took down Big Stallion. So me and him, we're, we're taking Stallion now left and right on the Tennessee leaderboards. Well, does he even play anymore? Except for Gamer Score. Does he still play? Yeah, he still plays. No, oh, come on. He plays on. Forza 5. Forza he Horizon plays for 5. fun. Oh, so he gets all kinds of perks yeah. now. Got it. Yes. He's in, the, he's in it. You know what's interesting about Forza Horizon 5? You need to get used to going uh, back to driving in the in the correct lane after four <laughs> where you're in England ah. and you're driving. You know what else road. is interesting? You can what? pay money to play it. <laughs> oh boy. You want to fight about this? We s- could fight about this. Mm-hmm. Not fighting. I saying. cannot believe that in Wheeling and Dealing you guys are talking all talking about, oh, I'm going to spend $50 on, on VIP access and uh, all this stuff. You get what are you everything doing? except the actual Just game. <laughs> wait a month. It'll be half price. No. It's Wheeling and Dealing. We see Forza Horizon 4 DLC for sale every freaking week. Wait, so I could pay $50 and play in a month early. You, no, you can, play it like, no. you can play it like four days four early. Days yeah, early. Five five days. Four days early. <laughs> <laughs> you get both expansions and a like VIP pack. and stuff like that. Then but what's if the point game of pass Game Pass? Out, I don't think you can play the game. <laughs> Do you get... Uh, the uh, the map that tells you where all the signs are and things. The treasure. That's a two dollar DLC. Does the actually I have it open right it's here. A two dollar DLC. Does the yes. driver come to your you, house and sign autographs? Like what? What is so important? You get the car pass. You get both expansions. You get a VIP membership, which is twenty dollars yeah, by itself, uh-huh, uh-huh. and a welcome pack. Um, welcome. You probably pack. have to pay two dollars for the map. <laughs> yeah, probably. The real kicker is if you stop Game Pass, I guess you can't play it anymore. So that's. I would probably pay for the map over this thing. I don't uh, know. Like Forza, they the Horizon tempting. at least they do really good expansions at least. So they you really kinda, do. Like you can kind of bank on it being good. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely get the DLC. I'll get the expansions, but I won't get them day one. Day one, I might buy the like I said the treasure map just so I can. Get those signs. I see. I see. I, I will probably do it. See, I bought the car pass, and it's forty five. And all the, the DLC for four when it went on a deep discount. I think I got everything for like fifteen dollars, maybe seventeen, something like that. It was deep discount. I'm like I can't say no to this. Added like fifty cars or something like that. Uh, I can't wait for that game. That's going to be good. All right. And the last person I wanted to spotlight. Oh, yeah. We're in Brad Camp. <laughs> One person. The last person I wanted to spotlight was Raw Sauce Ross, who posted a brag picture of completing the entire Remedy series, which includes Alan Wake for the 360, Alan Wake's American Nightmare, uh, Quantum Break, Control for the One, Control for the Windows, and Control Ultimate Edition. And the new Dang. Alan Wake remastered. 
he already completed it. Wow, nice. Yeah, I it, did not realize there was that many versions of those. It, it was also not just showing that he completed them all, but he is actually number one on that leaderboard. Hey, and that nice. brought a, that brought a cool discussion of you can track series leaderboards. Yes, since Corey was the only person I, that didn't, and know I did not know that, so it was that. very cool to me. <laughs> cool. I, I'll go to Corey's defense. I didn't know that either. That's actually kind of cool. If you click follow series, you see them show up on on the side of your homepage. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah I don't do that. That's well, junky. I don't, I don't do that either. It looks cool. You knock stuff before you try it all the time. Stop it. Absolutely. You're, you're like an old person. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to stick with this flip phone. Um, uh, I don't you. TA. You're the one that uses TA like an old person. Don't disparage TA. It's yep. the reason we're Print here, out the baby. pages. Do not disparage TA. Print out all the solutions. Get hit with the times. It's a bad, it's a bad social media. It's just good for guides. Get, get on that TikTok. Oh, God. Probably goes to MapQuest, too. Turn-by-turn turn directions. <laughs> and the other random news, uh, apropos of nothing, is that uh, Tim Schafer from Double Fine is going to be playing Brutal Legend. <laughs> I, don't, I think he traveled back in huh. time. Uh, <laughs> but there's an achievement with his name on it, Six Degrees of Tim Schafer, where I guess he played it in the beginning when it came out, and it was viral, where if you beat somebody who got that achievement, then you would get that achievement. But he's going to be playing it uh, for uh, October 13th, so I guess tomorrow being yesterday. Oops. But, uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool. If you could play Brutal Legend with Tim Schafer, that would be pretty cool. Can you remind you me what the multiplayer of Brutal Legend was? Uh, it is awful uh, RTS. Uh, <laughs> what a pitch. I mean, it's great. <laughs> I remember loving Brutal Legend. I don't remember it. Do you, I would, do you not remember sequel. the random RTS parts of Brutal Legend? No, I don't remember really? that. Really? But you, but you loved it. I, I remember liking it. Did you get I that far? Jack Black, though. I, I'm pretty sure I completed it at one point. So in between the action parts, there are these RTS parts where you had to fly your little guy around and kill towers. Yeah. I vaguely remember yeah, that. Yeah, so the multiplayer is all about that, I'm pretty sure. Uh, anyway, that's the Brags. Nice job, Ross, Ross. Ross. Nice job, Elroy. And Mr. Echo, who is also from Lost. All right. And uh, bring it on home, Kenneth. All right. And with the normal outro stuffs. You could have been playing. You can Back check us out blood. on Twitch. Son of a bitch. For real stuff. I know, right? You can check us out on Twitch, <laughs> twitch.tv slash h101. Be sure to change your password. Uh, you want to get in contact with us, you can do so by sending us a Twitter tweet on the Twitter, at Achievements101. Come join the Discord. Be a part of the community. That's where all the contest stuffs are. General talk. It's a lot of fun. Discord.io slash h101. Uh, sub to us on YouTube, Achievement Hunting 101. And last... But not least, if you can, help us out monetarily, keep the podcast going, keep the contest going, help us grow the community, grow the podcast. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash achievementhunting101. We greatly appreciate your support. But with that, class is dismissed. See you all next week. So long. Farewell. Bye-bye. To you, my friend. Bye. 
Welcome back to One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List, a segment where we take a look at the achievement list of a couple of games, one that is two thumbs up and one that is one middle finger up. What exactly makes those lists good or bad? Well, that's what we will be discussing. This is One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List. I am Elroy OMJ, and I am joined today by an individual who didn't want a peanut. He is Anigo Montoya. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try to keep the rhyming to a minimum, okay? <laughs> no more rhyming, I mean it. <laughs> oh, man, I just love it that that's your, your handle, because that's literally one of my favorite movies, if not the favorite movie I had growing up. It, so. it, and a large reason why I took the gamer tag. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Like, one of my favorites as well. Yeah, I took this crap class in college this is a little sidebar i took a little crap co- uh, class in college uh, I, it was something about like communication i don't know it was for my speech minor and so it was uh some <laughs> like uh how people interact with each other or whatnot and so we had to pick a scene from a movie and basically dissect it and so i chose of course princess bride and i chose the uh the wall the cliff where he where basically uh Inigo, uh cuts the rope on Wesley, spoiler alert, and then later <laughs> drags him up and then they have their fight. And so it went from that whole when they first start communicating where he's like, Hello there and all the way up until, you know, uh he would no sooner destroy a stained you know, stained glass window or whatever and then hits him and knocks him out. It, it ran that whole scene and I wrote about a 12-page paper about that. So, <laughs> Well, I, I, I'm honestly surprised you were able to get it into just 12 pages. <laughs> oh, there's a lot going on, man. There's a lot going on in that scene. And, and we oh, don't want to spoil it too much because there may or may not be some folks that surprisingly enough have not seen that movie. Yeah, so. which is insane because it is such a great movie. It really I'm so is. Glad that, I'm so glad they haven't tried to ruin it by remaking it. Uh, thank you. Would, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just, just let, you're not going to be, have a better cast. You're not going to have the chemistry. Don't even try. Don't it's not even gonna try. Happen. It's not going to happen. I mean, <laughs> I couldn't yeah, agree with I, you more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it is a joy to record with you today. So. Let's just jump right into it. I have I have some crap lists for you, man. So we're going to talk about Fallen Knight, a very aptly named uh, game there. Fallen Knight uh, has fallen from the graces of good Chivo lists. So, um, so this one is uh, a hack and slash slash platformer. Uh, it's uh, $15, I believe. It's got... 3300 TA, and it's got 37 Chivos, which I have 21 of the 37. Now, I do have to say that I actually did try to complete this game, and I'll give you more information on that in a sec, but unfortunately, I was unable to because nobody has, and there's a good reason for that. So, this game plays like an old-school kind of, I don't know, Bionic Commando slash Mega Man fusion type game. Uh, there's like robots everywhere, but you're not using like an, a retractable arm or anything like that. You're still you're like, you can jump and all that, but I don't know. Just kind of felt those two games kind of mashed together for some reason. But and there's like robots everywhere, and then you get through that zone, and then you get to the boss, and then there's a boss fight, and then you just rinse and repeat kind of a thing. So there's only a couple of stages, only like five stages maybe. But uh, so this is how I ended up with this little stinker on my tag. So uh, Brer Rocker. 
gotta love that guy. He uh, he announced that you know we got like a, a, a review copy of it, and so it had not really even been on TA yet. And so I'm like, ooh, I could be the first one to complete this game. And so there was no data whatsoever to suggest that this was not a good game to try to do that with. And uh, so I got. I got intoxicated, man. I got the intoxication because I was uh, like, you know, getting being the first one to get the achievement, like on every single achievement. So that can get that, that messes with your head, man. You start making decisions that aren't aren't great. So I uh, I got like the first fifteen achievements was like the first one to get them, and I and I was feeling good about this game, and then it all changed. <laughs> I mean, so. So 21 of the achievements are pretty good. Um, for, that's the good thing. The 21 of them, they're good. But why is this a bad list? It's because of the other 16. So that's the problem. All right. So here you go. This is why I have grief with this game, so to speak. Now, this game has a mechanic called a disarm. So um, it's not you pulling someone's arms off or anything like that. It is... Basically, every enemy blinking before they attack. So there's like a real quick blink. Their whole body is like an LED. They blink, and you have to hit the correct button like right after they do it, but before they attack, and then it disarms them and murderizes them. Okay, so then they're 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 like, oh man, I shouldn't have told you I was about to attack you. They're dead. Uh, regrets. Now, there's a couple of achievements for doing this to regular enemies. Which is easy, no problem, right? There's only like, I think you only have to do 100. There's an achievement for 50 of them, and there's an achievement for 100 of them. So both of those, uh, pretty fairly easy to get. You'll get those. Uh, you can pretty much just dedicate a whole stage to doing that, and you'll get both of those achievements, no problem. That is not the issue. Those are two of the okay ones. So that would be the Merciful Knight uh, achievement and the Knight of Honor uh, achievement one for 100 one for 50 so that is those are easy now the problem is is that they have an achievement for all of the bosses using this mechanic so you it's not enough just to defeat the boss you have to defeat the boss and by disarming him now when you do this they blink as well but you hit the button and then there's like this awkward moment after you hit that button and, and like the two of you are just standing there and they're like, and it's, it's almost like it pisses them off. And they're like, oh, hell no, you didn't just do that, did you? And and then they just they just clobber you, right? I'm not sure what you're supposed to do after you hit it. I, I swear I disarmed the guy. I mean, I, he clearly he noticed it, right? He noticed it. I noticed it. Um, and something's supposed to happen here? no. Uh, nothing happens. And so you, you try it again. You only get like maybe three good looks at it and then you're dead. And so I have no idea how you're like, what you have to do to get this achievement. But apparently five people have figured it out. But when I actually cared about this game, <laughs> zero, zero of them had figured it out. So I haven't messaged any of them saying, uh, how the hell do you disarm one of these bosses i don't because there's nothing there's nothing in the game that would tell you anything about like how you're supposed to do it basically the extent of the tutorial is if an enemy blinks just hit the button and disarms i mean and 
I wasn't ready for the part that came after with the bosses. So that's four achievements right down the tubes because you got to do that to every boss. It's either four or five of them just right down the, the crapper. I'm not getting those. It's not happening. And so to further muddy the waters, there is a mysterious legendary rank that they award you for a stage. Now, the game plays out very similar to one of those games where if you um, like finish a stage, it lays it out perfectly for you and, and whatnot. I didn't really see any rhyme or reason to any rank that I got. They're just like, eh, there you go. You got the uh, the average rank. Okay, thanks for playing. And there wasn't really much. So, yes. Oh, and the game is Fallen Knight, by the way. And so Fallen Knight has this gold, this golden knight achievement for us, 90 gamer score, for getting a legendary rank in each stage. So what that is, I have no idea. I have no idea what it was. I went through this one stage. I disarmed everyone, which is, I assume, the more difficult path. Didn't die. Killed the boss. I mean, I didn't disarm the boss. You already know how that turns out. And I got... I didn't even get a knight rank, which is apparently below the legendary knight rank. And only uh, a couple people have managed to get a knight rank. And only one person has earned even a single legendary rank in any stage because there's a legendary knight achievement for getting your first one, not in every one. The one that you get it in every stage, obviously, has not been unlocked yet. So, apparently, I'm not alone in this. So, again, more muddy water. And then, lastly, when you get to the main boss, which is a devil to beat, uh, in fact, he is the devil. His, it's Lucifer. And so you kill Lucifer. Okay. There, you, or I'm sorry, you have to kill Lucifer as well as disarm Lucifer for two achievements. And then you, there's two additional achievements after, other than those. I assume they come after. I'm not really sure. But one is for allowing Lucifer uh, to show the truth of the Holy Grail. And another is for stopping Lucifer from doing so. So <laughs> one would assume, I'm just spitballing here, <laughs> one would assume if you kill them, that would be enough to stop him. But apparently not, because five gamers have killed the bastard, but only one gamer has stopped him from doing what he was setting out to do. So, um, so Mr. Nigo, you may be familiar with this concept. So... I'm thinking that Lucifer is only mostly dead <laughs> when you kill him. I'm, I'm thinking maybe uh, he gets resurrected, a little pilled, you know, down the gullet, back to normal. You know, I, I don't know, but um, uh, well, now, oh, and, and uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I, I'm looking at the achievements now, and, uh-huh. and I'm seeing exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea these man. There, there is some. I guess some strange wording to it. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. it says use the wrath of God, but based on what you had just said about the whole disarmament thing where the game does an absolutely terrible job from what you're telling, telling <laughs> me of <laughs> even explaining the disarmament process, which that's a whole other topic where games do just a, you know, a, mm-hmm. an awful job about describing, you know, or even educating the gamer on what to do. But oh, it, absolutely. It says here, use the wrath of God against against Lucifer. 
Yep, yep. Uh, that is another one that kind of put a bug in my crawl. Um, that you have to use the wrath of God against the wrath of Lucifer. So one would assume. So the wrath of God is like your special attack. I, I think I figured that out because there's a there's a achievement for using it for the first time. Yeah, activate your first wrath of God. One of those easy little achievements. But the so I know what that is. I just don't know what the wrath of Lucifer is, which may be a good thing. I don't know if I want to know what the wrath of Lucifer is. But... I don't think any of us want to find out what the <laughs> yeah, wrath of but, Lucifer is. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, apparently he ha- he has an attack that's super special and is his wrath. And I guess I have to use my wrath at the same time he uses his wrath. I waited every time he attacked in a different pattern. I used my wrath, and uh, I, I don't know what wrath he's using because that one's only got one track gamer as well. So there's one person out there that could do the world a lot of good if they just started writing guides, but I'm not one to judge because I don't write guides. So, uh, But yeah, one dude, whoever you are, um, let's see here. Uh, it looks like it's this guy here. Uh, if he could be so kind, uh, Mystical Dragon. Please, Mystical Dragon, please and thanks. Give us a rundown on what in the world we're supposed to do on Fallen Night. But that is kind of the gist of uh, why I didn't like it. Like, it, you you said it perfectly. So, um, but the, uh, let's see. Okay, one more gripe. So, the Fallen Night currency. Okay, the Fallen Night currency. It needs to basically experience the same level of inflation as the U.S. dollar because you finish the entire game, all right? Besides Lucifer, because I wasn't able to beat Lucifer. I tried several times. I'm like, ah, screw this game. I don't even know how to disarm anybody. And I finished everything besides Lucifer, and I could only afford, like, two upgrades. And there's, like, a whole freaking list of upgrades. And so I'm thinking, so either Lucifer is guarding, like, a bucket of cash that is just bigger than anything, or you have to play this through this game like a hundred times. And so now that do do you think <laughs> the legendary ranks might reward more money? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? There's no information on it, so uh, it just you, I can't even get a knight rank apparently. So uh, <laughs> I don't. Maybe playing it a hundred times is my best option. I don't know if I wanted that achievement. So. I don't know, man. The achievements just, I, it's, they could have done stuff that was more in line with what you normally do in the game and maybe get some realistic, uh, numbers in there because it, since you can't get this, uh, no one's unlocked this, by the way. I mean, why would they? But if the upgrade achievement, if that one didn't get you or one of the 10 others that are crap don't get you, you're still not going to get the last achievement, which is gotta have them all, which is the poop on top. Oh uh, no 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 that that's that's the uh, just looking at gotta yeah gotta have them all is the the currency one but the poop on on top is the hero to zero achievement for getting all the other achievements I'm sorry do you think that's appropriately so. titled <laughs> hero to zero man I, 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 fallen knight surely is I mean I don't know maybe I did feel the wrath of Lucifer by starting this thing up I I don't know man but they. Yeah, they just need to. I think what. So I have a fix for it. My fix is is to pull a zit and just just throw this list in the trash and rework those lists. And like you fire up the game and you jump, you get an achievement, and then like you know you <laughs> whatever hit the menu button, you get an achievement and be done with this thing. But yeah, I don't man, it, I wasn't feeling this. So there you go. No. So, <laughs> 
Now, <laughs> the $15 price tag almost seems like highway robbery <laughs> from what you're describing. <laughs> well, maybe not because for some reason some idiot gave this a five-star ranking. In fact, I'm about to go crash that. All right, hold on a second. It's it's not going to be rated five stars much longer. You know, uh, uh, judging by my friends <laughs> list, I can tell you who gave you, who gave that five-star ranking if you want to know. I can, I can out the person that did that. Oh, I would love to know. <laughs> and and for for anybody that knows this particular individual, they they rate every game five stars on TA, and that is none other than Oriole, who has started the game, and he is notorious <laughs> for rating every game five stars on TA. Oh, that's so fantastic! If I'm if I was going to bet out of the fifty nine people that have started it, I guarantee you, there's your culprit. <laughs> <laughs> so feel free to send him a message if you want. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of uh let's see C six divided by three. I'm trying to give it half because half the achievements are good, so I want to give it a ranking that is half. So let's see, uh that'd be two and a half, so I need to Ah uh, hell, that's too much math. I'm just gonna give it one uh, one and a half stars and see what that does to it. There you go. Okay, so there you go, Oriole. Ball is in your court. Uh, all right. <laughs> Yeah, I was just looking. I have three people on my TA friends list that have started it. (laughs) You, Oriole, and Rocker. I have never Uh, seen Rocker actually rate a game (laughs) on TA, so I know it's not him, but Oriole rates every game he plays, and he started 6,000 games, if that gives you an idea. Uh, (laughs) Well, if if Brett Rocker does any rating, he better have at least given Maneater to five stars, because that was probably my favorite game recommendation he ever gave me, man. Uh, even though I felt really bad, I didn't want to kill the captain, uh, old Pete, I think he was. I, I didn't want to kill him. I, I liked him so much. I, I really felt like he and I had a connection, but that's all right. You got to do what you got to do for I've the only, I've only lived vicariously uh, through Maneater. My my wife's played it uh, probably for maybe about 15 hours. So I watched, oh. I watched her play it. So I have a pretty good understanding of the game. Oh, man. So let's see. Scaly Pete. There you go. Good old scaly Pete. Yeah. And I think there's some DLC coming out. She might be interested in that, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure she will be because she, she actually is really enjoying the game. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's an awesome game. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Well, speaking of great games, uh, well, you got uh, what what game guided your sword this week? All right. Uh, so, the game I'm, I, I think has a fantastic list is Hitman 3. Uh, it is... Just recently re- released by IO Interactive in January of 2021. So, yeah, it's been out for about eight months now. With all the competitions and challenges and stuff that are floating around, I've put it on the shelf, but I just recently started it up. Having played Hitman 1 and 2 and being a big fan of the franchise, the third one, you know, does not disappoint. But more importantly, the achievement list does not disappoint. So the developers, they do a really, what I feel is a fantastic job of crafting their achievement list in that they don't put anything burdensome in their game. There's no unnecessary grinding. Now, some people may disagree with that assessment um, based on a a couple of achievements, okay? But I'm going to explain to you why I feel that that's not a valid assessment. So... Um, they do a really good job of sprinkling their achievements about, uh, there's, uh, 43, I believe 43 in the base game. 
um, of Hitman 3, and it has DLC, okay? Excuse me, 47 achievements in the base game. There's 83 achievements with the DLC, but the DLC is all encompassed around Hitman 1 and 2. So we'll save that for another time, okay? We're just going (laughs) to talk about Hitman 3. So the way they structured their achievement list is they allow you to explore everything that the game has to offer without creating a restriction to the game while they're playing it. Okay? So there are seven different missions in the game. Okay? So there's an achievement for basically completing each mission. Okay? Which is standard fare for most games. But within each mission, there's three different storylines that you can follow within each mission. And they are fantastic. Uh, (laughs) So every time you play the mission, you can play it differently than you did the time before. So it takes away that repetitiveness. Okay, your targets will always remain the same, but the way you get to the targets will always be different. Which is nice. At least I feel, okay? So mm-hmm. there's an achievement associated with completing each of those story storylines within each mission. Again, a good way to, you know, get the player to engage in the game a little bit more. So they... And then within that that subtext, they, they also have an achievement associated with discovering every area of that mission. Now, you can speed run the mission and probably complete some of the missions within five minutes if you wanted to, okay? But you're not going to fully experience everything the map has to offer. And you could stumble into, you know, some kind of silly things here and there, because the beauty of Hitman is the game does not take itself too seriously. They love to infuse some humor into it. And that is very present in the mastery achievement. So you have to reach level 20 for each of the missions. Okay, so you earn level 20 by completing feats or challenges within it. Again, this is fantastic because if you look at some of the challenges, it's having you do some really crazy things. Like you may have to kill somebody with one of your targets with a weapon you would never in a million years think of picking (laughs) up. But because you want to Bana- try to get like that, a, like a a banana. I mean, what? How crazy yes. are we talking? <laughs> yes. In uh, fact. Okay. Is uh, sometimes you know they, I've they, seen they I've do, seen a banana attack before. And they they do have that in Hitman. You can actually place a banana peel down and oh. have your targets slip on them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which is, in fact, there is. It's funny you mentioned that because there is a, a specific achievement associated with one of the missions to have your target do that. You have to (laughs) conveniently place, and, you know, spoiler alerts for anybody, you do have to conveniently place a banana peel by the ledge of a skyscraper so that your target slips on it and proceeds to tumble over the side of the skyscraper. (laughs) (laughs) Again, Hitman not taking itself too seriously. (laughs) I I can appreciate that. That's good. Now, do you have to disarm anybody? (sighs) You... Do not have to <laughs> disarm anybody. Okay, that's good. Which may have been a big miss. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna have to get them in touch with the with the Fallen Night developers <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, work on a clearly, crossover. That, yeah, that's what people want is to disarm. That's, yes. that's it. That's the key. And make every achievement related to that. So, yeah. 
<laughs> which is uh, I'm looking over that that achievement list. It's it's still making me shudder. Just the, <laughs> the lack of inspiration with it. Oh just man! Don't, don't, accident, don't accidentally get it on your tag because I know you're, you're the completionist guy. <laughs> oof, oof. Uh, avoid it like I will, the plague. <laughs> I would make fun of you immensely if you did. <laughs> Never let me live that one down. No, I would not. So, so, the devil. You know, again, Hitman Three Lace said just does a great job. There's no difficulty related achievements, uh, and they get really creative with those. In game, with the in-mission challenges to get your XP and your mastery up of the level. Um, you know, for example, uh, I haven't gotten that far into Hitman 3, but just to give you an, an example, I'm going to use Hitman 2, one of the in-game ones. Like, one of their, their challenges was called Thunder Kiss 65, where you had to electrocute somebody with a microphone. You had to sabotage the microphone so they would get electrocuted while they were singing. But just like, like you said, the creativeness behind it, you know, and, and the naming of the in-game challenges, the admission challenges, uh, they, they they put a lot of humor into them, uh, you know, and, and a lot of thought. So again, mm. it, a lot of people might think that the mastery level 20s might feel like a grind, but you take it for what it is. It, it's asking you to do things really outside the box and actually explore all the the creativity that they put into these these missions and these maps which I, I i applaud developers for doing that because that that's what they want you to do experience the game but not punish mm-hmm. the player hmm. yeah that makes complete sense uh so you're speaking highly of this so what would you say to win over someone who basically wants absolutely nothing to do with the stealth genre and hates it at its very core. Uh, it's it's very forgiven in the fact that, again, there's nothing difficulty related, so you can actually play on the easiest difficulty. Mm-hmm. So even if you hate the stealth thing, if you, you know, if you scale the difficulty down, it allows for a much um, sometimes more cavalier approach. It's not going to punish you as, you know, so much. You can make certain mistakes and and still, you know, again, you're not going to start from scratch. Uh, Mm -hmm. The one thing I do like is it's you can create save states anywhere you're at. That's nice. As well, which which is a plus for somebody that maybe want to maybe, like you said, they don't like stealth. And I get it. A lot of people don't. They think it's slow, dull, boring. Mm-hmm. Um, create that save state wherever you want. So if hey, if you got whatever, if you got past this one part, and you're just like, okay, I'm gonna save it here, and, and then you can load your game up exactly where you left off, uh, mm. which is nice. So that way, if you make a mistake two minutes later or whatever, you can just reload that save and say, okay, I better not do that again. <laughs> <laughs> right, and, and you're only well, a minute or two, you know, into whatever it is that you're doing. <laughs> I think uh, pretty much the uh, the gaming population has spoken. Uh, so uh, stealth games, just look what happened to Assassin's Creed. I believe those are stealth games, yes. but nobody plays them that way anymore. No. Or very few ever did, except for just for those certain challenges where you couldn't be seen. So, <laughs> so I think the gaming population has spoken. 
uh, they would rather play a, even a stealth game in a non-stealthy fashion. I mean, that's the whole point, man. Go in, you know, Leroy Jenkins style, and and uh, you know, nobody wants to hide in the bushes too long. <laughs> yeah. and, and you can do that in this game. Um, if you want to go Leroy Jenkins, you can. It may make <laughs> it a little <laughs> tougher. And, and, and trust me, anybody. I have a friend on my friends list that. <laughs> It's impossible to play co-op stealth with because he is Leroy <laughs> Jenkins. <laughs> this hits a little close to home, then. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it can still be fun. And again, I know a lot of people don't like hiding in the bushes, but the environments that the game creates, uh, the situations that it places you in, and really like the the tools that the the game gives you to accomplish your job is just a lot of thought put into it very well thought out <laughs> can be a very j- enjoyable experience uh, all right so here's another question for you sure um so like how smart is the ai so for example in assassin's creed you're in the bushes and all of a sudden they hear a and then like this guy walks over and gets shanked in the neck and they see it and they get angry and they chase you and then you disappear for about five minutes. You come back. You hide in the same bushes. And then they come over and they get shanked in the neck. So, like, and all this just fascinates me. It's like, it doesn't ever connect. Oh, wait, the last guy that had that exact same thing happened to him. Just had, you know. But, yeah. So, well, is it similar? It is very similar. Uh, you can use your coins to, to kind of distract people or... Uh, certain elements around you to create the distraction, maybe to peel somebody off from where you want to go and you can kill them. But your opportunities to do that to multiple people are few and far between. You're usually just trying to get past one person. Okay. Uh, so you, it doesn't get redundant in that regard. But the cool thing is you can change outfits. So let's say you distract that guard, you get him into like a like an area where nobody can see what you're doing and you you subdue him. Um, you don't really want to kill him. You could if you wanted to. <laughs> see, so you have a family, or what's going on? <laughs> exactly. It depends on how empathetic you are about that. And <laughs> okay. um, if you want to kill him, by all means, you know, uh, feel free to. Yeah. But okay. you know, uh, the game does award you with a ranking at the end based on how professional you are about your job. Uh, okay. So. You might want to not, maybe on a subsequent playthrough of the mission, you can go a little bit more rogue and actually take people out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, let's say you, you take out that guard and you take his uniform. Well, now you can actually kind of walk around without mm-hmm. being recognized. Like, you're blended in. Everybody just thinks you're a guard mm-hmm. at that point. So it allows you to kind of get to the maybe the next area that you want to get into or without creating suspicion. Now, there are in-game mm-hmm. challenges to go through the level without ever changing your outfit. Mm-hmm. And that, that suddenly becomes very difficult. But it's also not <laughs> required either to get your mm-hmm. mastery level. So you can pick and choose what challenges you want to do. If you look at that one where you get to do a suit-only run, eh, you know what, that might be a little bit more work than I want to put into this. So you could just forget that challenge move on to the next one. <laughs> 
All right, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even Ezio, even Ezio dressed up as a minstrel and uh, walked around playing, you know, strumming the little ukulele thingy. Yes, he did. So, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and then the gig was up, and you just killed everyone. I guess you could have snuck out, but you know, maybe it's time for that. Just show yourself and kill everyone and walk out. That's it. So, it's so much easier, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> It really is. Their families be damned. <laughs> That's right. Wrong place, wrong time. Right. God love them. God love them. Huh? We go go so, back to the whole the whole clerks argument. The, the they knew what they were getting into. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. They didn't think twice about that hazard pay until until that day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The minstrel. Who would have thought? Right. Uh, all right, well, cool, man. I, I I can't say that you convinced me to play it, but maybe you convinced some other folks. I mean, I avoid stealth. Oof, oof, stealth. I accidentally got uh, what is that one game? Uh, shoot, was it Dishonored? Dishonored. I accidentally got that crap on my tag. Uh-oh. I still regret it to this day. I got like one achievement in it. Oh my god! I tried going back and playing it. It's just dreadful. I, I hear that's I, a I pretty well-regarded game too, because I have a friend that keeps uh, telling Uh-oh. me to play it. So. Um, hey, if you keep this up, it's getting one star from me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I got an achievement in it. I can rank it, dang it. <laughs> Just throwing out all the crap ranks today. Right. One star uh, for everything. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Oprah Winfrey of one stars over here. So. <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, all right. Well, I guess uh, that's about uh, all the time we have for this uh, little segment. Segment, And uh, so thank you, sir, for enlightening us with a wonderful good list. And uh, Well, and I, I, guess... I, I appreciate you having me on. Oh, absolutely, man. And so we should do this again real soon. Absolutely. Maybe... I'll try to pick a genre. You know, I'll try to pick a – you're into beat-em-ups, if I remember oh, yeah, correctly, uh, yeah, I'll try to pick yeah. a beat em up next time. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds good. That's what, uh, and, and really at the core of it, isn't that what a stealth game is really? I mean. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You're just, yeah. It's just, it's what it devolves into. See, I just, I just, I just cut out the, the middleman. I just, yeah. just run around and, and, and fire from yeah. the hip. <laughs> That's it. Oh, uh, shoot. All right. Well. Everyone, uh, let us know what you think of our list. Uh, let us know in the old Discord. And uh, until, I guess, next time, y'all take care and thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to a different kind of Wakaania. I'm Wakapale, and I just binged through the Castlevania Anniversary Collection. All of these games were made before the transformative Symphony of the Night, which led to the genre tag Metroidvania. This collection made me appreciate some of its eight games more, but left me thinking less of the series as a whole. The majority of its 14 achievements are tied to completing the games, as well as seeing the alternate endings. Castlevania Anniversary Collection has 1000 game score worth close to 1800 TA, a low ratio suggesting many of its starters spend at least the 6 hours it takes to speed through the completion. The number of starters on TA might also be artificially low as your first achievement is for completing a game or starting all 8 of them. There's also an achievement for completing all 8 of the games which 
some have reported being glitchy, but I think it might be because they closed the game without accessing the emulation menu after completing one or more of the installments. Make sure you press the left trigger after beating each game while the credits are rolling to get a saving message on the screen. Completing 8 games for the completion might sound daunting, but most of the games features a password system which either takes you to the final stage of the game or straight up to the final boss fight. There's also a save state system in place which allows you to save and load the game at any time which makes even the most difficult sections a matter of patience if you are lacking the skill. Starting off with my most played game in the collection and personal favorite, Castlevania, the horror themed action platformer released in 1986 for the NES. It was among the best games of the decade and I'm happy to see it still holds up today. Sure, there are plenty of better games available, but few games of the era are still fun to return to in 2021. Featuring no saves or password system, you will have to play through the entire game, which I happily did, although frequently using the save states. Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest on the other hand is infamous for good reason. It's an incredibly ambitious title for its time, replacing the linear action platforming of its predecessor with an open world adventure with RPG elements and extremely obtuse puzzles. Unfortunately, it is very experimental, poorly translated, filled with questionable design decisions and is unnecessarily punishing. There is no way you'll complete the game without using a guide, and I strongly suggest you use its password feature, which allows you to get everything you need to attempt its final boss fight after a roughly 10 minute trek through its open world. Even the boss fight is very underwhelming, only taking seconds and you don't even get to fight Dracula. The series redeemed itself in 1989 with a great return to form with Castlevania 3. Dracula's Curse, focusing on what made the first one great and adding branching paths and additional playable characters, introducing series mainstay Alucard, son of Dracula, and Grant the Nasty. Castlevania 3 is really difficult, but using passwords and save states it is not too bad to get through. It also has 4 achievements to unlock depending on which ending you get, which is tied to which companion you have with you after defeating Dracula. Next up is the SNES classic Super Castlevania 4 and it is another highlight which can be completed really quickly by using a password to get to the final boss. I had never played the Genesis or Mega Drive exclusive Castlevania Bloodlines before. It requires two playthroughs, well at least playing the final level twice with different characters. It was technically impressive back in the day, but some of its visual effects are just annoying these days. I did enjoy it, but felt it was among the lesser games of the collection, but way superior to the remaining games. I would honestly been happier with if these five games were the only ones in the collection. Four great games and one terrible, but historically interesting game. Unfortunately, they also added three additional titles. The original Game Boy game, Castlevania The Adventure, is an abysmal experience, requiring occasional pixel-perfect platforming and sluggish combat. 
After playing the other games, it felt like playing in slow motion, and since it lacks passwords, you have to play through the entire thing. It is rather short, but really difficult unless you use save states, as it is just unfair and no fun to play at all. I only played the final boss fight of the second Game Boy installment, Castlevania 2 Belmont's Revenge, but despite feeling much much better, I had zero desire to play more of it than the final boss. The last game in the collection, with achievements tied to it at least, is the earlier Japan-exclusive NES game Kid Dracula. Kid Dracula kind of sucks. Using passwords, you, you will only have to play through three levels, but they are a pain to get through. The game looks like a cute kids game, but it is very punishing and not very fun. Enemies and bosses are way too powerful, sending you to the beginning of the level every time you die, making the save states a godsend. The minigames between levels are puzzling as well, featuring gambling such as roulette, pachinko and an even more out of place minigame where you're supposed to guess the color of a trio of dancers' panties. None of those would make it into a kids game today. Not that any kids would voluntarily play Kid Dracula in 2021. The games are very well emulated, meaning they look and play close to exactly the same as they did back on their original hardware, which is both good and bad, as they usually push their original systems to their limits, resulting in the occasional slowdowns and graphical glitches. I'm happy to report that most games in the Castlevania Anniversary Collection still holds up if you like 2D platformers and is well worth a few evenings to play through or at least play their final stages. Have a nice day everyone!